I am Blake Weatherly. You're listening to the Just Conversation podcast. Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4... What does live mean? Uh... Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, a show where we discuss complex philosophic ideals in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. I'm your host, Christina. And we are here to tell you to remember to hit that subscribe button and remember to comment and to, uh, just I don't know. Just tap it once. Don't tap it more than once. Yeah, just tap it might... once and you'll get all the, uh, the latest stuff. You'll be flooded. Flooded. Yeah, and today we have an interesting conversation for you guys with uh, the fantastic Blake Weatherly from Tap Snaps Podcast. Mm. You guys should definitely listen to that, specifically the Imaginarium is fantastic. That's the first thing I listened to. That's a different podcast? Or the no, same it's podcast? the same podcast. It's a different... It's hosted by him, so there's a couple of hosts there and they alternate and so the imaginarium is the one that he hosts on the same Ooh, the imaginarium it's a fun podcast i think we heard a few yeah definitely just... strange theorizing yeah just no the other one is no wait let me think sorry that one's like they get random questions and then they kind of put a scenario yes. weird scenario hypothetical scenarios like, very together. strange outcome yeah, it was pretty fun. Pretty fun. You guys should listen to that. And uh, today, with that senor, we get into some pretty complicated conversations for two hours. It gets really dark, and we get real into depth, particularly breaking apart the New Zealand shooter that, before this show was recorded, I had no fucking clue was going on. I do. Like, I, I, I make it a very specific thing to stay away from news and social media to that degree. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. I knew about it, but I didn't know the special thing that makes this a little different from the other shootings. Yeah. That information of him, the guy was recording himself live. Yeah. That you didn't know that? Crazy. That is so crazy. I guess no one wants to talk about it because they're trying to cover that up. I don't no, they're they really failing have, monumentally but... at covering that up. I don't know what they think. They're I don't even understand. Like it's internet. It what do you gonna do? It lives there forever now. Yeah, it's done. That's its home. But uh, no, I know I made a successful. Uh, I was I successfully stood the fuck away from this. I was dodging it for the longest without even knowing I was dodging it. Here's the thing. I never thought I would be one of those people who says, "Yeah, I'm not really on social media." Like I literally have social media. And you're not really doing anything nah, there? it's work-related. Yeah. Everything is just work-related. I don't do anything with social out. media. Yeah, I don't hang out on social media. It's a weird thing to say. I never... I always looked at people who were like, how do you... Do? I thought I was using social... I guess not. Because I'm not really reading anything. I'm not really... Like, I'm not using social media the way people are adjusted to using social media, which is to uh, bring an infinite amount of attention to themselves and post 9,000 things about me, 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 me. And my opinions. Yeah, me and my opinions. It's like, nah. Nah, I don't do any of it. I use social media to post up some of my writing. I'm not fucking... You guys reading, read that stuff. Not out there reading the world's information, 
fuck the world. Would, There's too much information anyway. It's probably like 90% Trump. That's that's where it all that's began. Problem. Yeah. I was on social media and then, and then everybody started talking about Trump and then I'm like it was fun and fun and funny at the beginning. But now now we can't get away from it. No, you can't he, mute it. Yeah, he's the main character. He wins. He totally wins. He's the main character and I'm over it. And he knows it. He definitely knows it. And I'm over it. I'm done with it. I don't I don't care anymore. But then how do you get your news? I don't. Oh, no. I live without being plugged in and make a bunch of shit. Yeah. That's the better way to go. But then how will you know if stuff happens? Who cares if stuff happens? As long as it's not happening to me, I don't give a crap. The I world is tragic. Like knowing people, like, they'll just tell you. Yeah. Eventually, someone will tell you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will find out one way or another. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Whether it be a couple of weeks later, a couple of months later, find out about something everybody knows about like a year later. Whoa. Maybe so, yeah. not that far apart. Yeah. Who knows? It is what it is. Top snaps. That it's just like news, I guess. That's a news show, isn't it? Yeah. I think. But now nah, so so yeah, this conversation we have with them is pretty interesting. It's pretty in depth. We definitely break down a lot of things that are going on there. Uh we did we dive into the psychology of this man, what a lot of it could mean, what the manifesto he left behind could mean. Uh, what it means sort of for the bigger picture, that's where it gets interesting. Stick around for that. When you hear us break down what we think the aftermath is going to look like, holy shit, because it's kind of accurate. It's kind of real. Too accurate? Too it's real. scary. It is horrifying to many, many degrees because there's no controlling this wildfire. Mm-mm. There's no controlling any of that. And uh, I think we, we're definitely in a weird sort of black mirror society now. It is. It is like Black Mirror. Specifically, it was an episode of Black Mirror that. But not just that. I mean, everything in general is aiming towards that direction. Think about it. We're all live already living in a world where uh, your likes equals your sort of financial gain to some degree. You can get paid by companies because you get looked at often enough, and they calculate them looking at you based on the amount of interaction and likes and stuff you get. Yeah. So then they will give you products. And they will give you money to review these products. That is so strange. Like, I saw, I think recently, like, a lawyer, supposedly, it was a woman. She was probably just a model, but she's a lawyer. That's what her account says. And she just drinks her juice or whatever. She's, I think, advertising, like, an energy drink. Yeah. So, so she's studying while she's drinking the juice and make i mean drink and you i saw that same thing where did you see that a comedy instagram account yeah 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 so she has to like turn the can to make sure that she has to turn the can to make sure you can see the name of the bottle while she studies yeah yeah but yeah no i saw that same thing the dude was totally mad fun he that guy has so many weird clips like that where he's just uh either commenting on somebody's account making social commentary where he's inserting himself into some sort of clip. Yes, he's funny, dude. I haven't seen much of the stuff, though, but I want to. Yeah. Especially that, like, just pretty much showing that a lot of these people are fake. <laughs> it's a lot of fake accounts online that people are following that are supposedly real human beings. I mean, life is fake at this point. People just sort of live doing this thing. There's a weird motions kind of thing going on where everybody's just... Everybody's fake. Everybody's 
man for the likes though that being said like no it's just this is literally it's not even for the likes that's probably not even a real person that's probably not a lawyer that was fake 100 yeah. percent. but like i got robots hitting on me through the internet or not hitting on they used to but they've sort of left that behind and now they just send me a link have you ever touched the link? No, the number one rule of the internet is when you get some random shit, don't click on it. Yeah. Man, I miss those times when they used to ask you out and they're like, I need a job and a husband. And a husband. Yeah. yeah. I'm from te- I'm Texas girl I'm looking for education, was it? I'm I want to go to college and I want No, I think it was a job. I want a job and I want a husband. It's like, whoa. How do you... Like, they sound really human. It might have been human, but... No, it's not, because no? a couple of them... Now, here's the thing. A couple of them were robots saying the same thing. But then when I would fish through them, they would obviously be robots because they would have the same responses to the same questions. Except one time I didn't, and then I asked, and they're like, oh, no, I'm a chicken India or some shit. Like, what is going on? Why would some of them be real and some of them not be? And hypothetically speaking, okay, so you're chicken India, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to send you a ticket. I'm going to send you a ticket to Texas. You can, like, I'm going to buy your ticket. You go, you walk to the airport, and you can come over here. We'll fly you straight to me. And then what? how the fuck are they gonna get the ticket if they're over here in india i don't know because you'd have to send the ticket to india if you're thinking they're from texas like that doesn't make that doesn't sense. make any sense right what do they think is gonna happen or are they gonna be like send me money that's probably it yeah because the ticket thing can't really work unless they're like you have to send it to india first and then they'll mail it back to texas because something right now is I don't know if there's something wrong with the mailing at the moment. Yeah, it would be like, uh, give me your address and give me your, uh, your name. You should have and asked I'm gonna for their you address. A check. I'm going to send you a check through the mail. And that's how I'll give you the money. Man, they would want to take it up, but I don't know how no, they, they would. they wouldn't res- want to take it. They would then be like, no, I can't for whatever, yeah. for X reason. I need you to send it straight to this account. Yeah. Man. I should have thought of that back in those days when robots asked me out and then they turned out to be people. That is so crazy. Or some of them were people. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. Anyways, this is definitely having a bunch to do with Blake Weatherly and our conversation about a mass murder. Blake is a robot. He's a robot. He's one of the. Ro- I met him because he was one of those robots who tried to hit on me. Yep. He sent me a link. And he, he was, was that like, girl from India. He was that girl from India. He was like, hey send me a ticket and i was like i'll send you a check and he was like i and then i signed up and now we we made a podcast together it, it was fake. and you're married and we're married blake found both a job and a husband Aww. yeah and this is a in this episode you're gonna hear that story totally unravel yes we didn't just make that up that is a fact we're gonna provide paperwork and at the very end of the show if you make it all the way through you're gonna hear a clip of our wedding yeah and there's pictures online somewhere yeah under whatever plug we drop somewhere in the middle of this episode yeah yeah anyways uh, i hope you guys enjoy our conversation hi hi So this guy went and shot up a bunch of people in New Zealand. Um, 
it's a hate crime, terrorist crime. Uh, but barring that, he sent out a 75-page manifesto that is neurotic and absolutely insane. And which I mean would be characteristic of someone that would do something like this. Right. But it's it's filled with memes. It's filled with uh, with uh, someone had a really nice way of coining it they called it meta information or uh, like inside joke meta information which is essentially just deep web memes and uh kind of cascading jokes that have evolved over you know 20 years of internet use and um it's absolutely insane but what's more insane is that in kind of masking himself in these really ridiculous uh concepts in his manifesto and even like during the crime right there's really no truth to the matter. We don't know his motives other than, you know, you can write the shit off and say he's just insane. And I mean, that's well and good, but sometimes, I don't know, I feel like you want to understand a little bit more than that. But the way he's put this, put himself out and put everything out, there is no way to reconcile anything at this point. So he, he in other words, he sort of, you could have just called him crazy. You could have said he had a plan, but he went ahead and made sure to scramble so that neither yes. could be predicted, neither could be uh, uh, determined for a fact. That's freaking it's, nuts. It, it's a, I, I don't know how to describe it. I was talking to a buddy about it, and it's like, it's new age terrorism. It's like ter- it's terrorism for the pod, for the Tide Pod generation, where we don't really understand what the fuck motivated this dude and when you read into his manifesto which jesus christ it it's a ramble it, it rambles on and on it references so many things dismisses them <clears throat> and then contradicts itself it almost looks like a giant shit post that you would come across on 4chan at like four in the morning where the guy is literally just trolling you because he has nothing better to do and he thinks the shit's funny so this and, is um, wait so he that's fucking nuts because you're telling me that yeah. this guy basically trolled society but also murdered a bunch of people yes he went to uh he went to a mosque and shot 50 people so i'll go ahead and report the news to you yeah he went to a mosque and shot 50 people now this is the weird thing uh he live streamed it all with a gopro attached to his fucking head yeah oh my god and we could yeah. find this where can we find this or it's removed from everywhere uh, uh, I mean, they're trying to remove it from everywhere, but that's the thing. You can't stop the fucking internet. You can't stop uh, the it's internet. All, it's all over Twitter, Facebook. Um, he live-streamed it to LiveLeak, I believe, is where it originally dropped. And from there, it just blew up the internet. And, I mean, it what? starts with him getting out of his car, walking in, gunning innocent people down. Uh, as he's gunning people down, he makes jokes. Uh, he's, like, mic'd up. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is so weird. We've never seen anything like this except in maybe, like, a fucking movie. Dude, you just described, like, the craziest episode of Black Mirror I have ever fucking heard. This dude... (laughs) It's unreal. Um, He opens up... No no lie. He opens up and says, subscribe to PewDiePie. That uh, YouTuber Twitcher. Yeah. That all the kids love. Yeah, he says, subscribe to PewDiePie, and then begins murdering people. What What do you take away from that? Fuck... Okay, this is fucked up. This is kind of intense because we gotta understand. We we not only is he the most black mirror human I've ever heard of, but we're talking about 
a person who he's trolling he he definitely he's an internet troll of all things we know based on the you're saying the manifesto is riddled with memes and whatnot so he's definitely existing on the internet for quite some time himself he's part of the jaded community he's he's the yes. type of people who make the egg have more fucking uh uh followers than some kardashian you know he's part of that yeah. community and so he went out and he committed a mass murder almost under the name of this meaninglessness. Yes. Uh it's I I described it as um he's uh our generation's joker where it's like is he's just senseless chaos that is the embodiment of rage and anger but has like a sardonic undertone to it. It's like the postmodern spree killer. Um, another really interesting thing is, uh, the gun he was using was, uh, like kitted out in a CSGO skin. CSGO? Uh, it's ca- it Counter-Strike Go. It's a really popular terrorist versus counter-terrorist game that a lot of kids play. And in this game, you can get customized skins for your, uh, lethal killing machines, you know, make them, uh, glow in the dark. And oh, like in Call of Duty or something like that, yeah. Yeah, similar to that, yeah. And so he, uh, took his gun... And molded it after one of the guns in the game. Like, uh, he, you get this perception when you watch it that he feels or looks like a character in a video game with the hit, with the head cam on at head level. And he's just murdering people. And I think that's part of the really high strangeness of this entire thing is he's engineered the video because he wants people to watch it. Happen, yeah, I got a I question. Did he kill himself at yeah. the end? No, he did not. He's alive. That he is alive. Oh I I don't know my God, how. how I, I think after everything went down, um, I remember he just got back in his car and drove off. After, like he walked back out, got in his car, said some memes into the mic, and then killed his stream and left. It high strangeness. One of the most and, warped things I've ever fucking heard. Dude, it's unreal. I mean, you're going to be... It's either going to go two ways. They're going to really dig into this and go dig into this guy, which in his manifesto, he just stirred up a lot of shit. He name-dropped uh, 4chan, 8chan, 9gag. Um, he name-dropped a bunch of um, like conservative talking heads, and which is really strange because he said uh, he most closely identifies with... <laughs> the People's Republic of China, as far as his politics goes, which is, I, I'm pretty sure he's he's just, just trolling. Kidding. He's just trolling. But yeah, here's he, the thing: he's trolling and the problem with this even being the because he won checkmate. He won, and here's why he yep. won: because it's already out there. Oh, it's un dude. It's unreal. What's what's even worse is um, uh, the other day I was looking at Tucker Carl Tucker Carlson was uh, coming across my newsfeed and he was interpreting this guy's uh, manifesto literally and because there's 75 pages of just fucking droning nonsense they've gone in and cherry picked fragments of the manifesto to support their political agenda so they're spreading his manifesto while taking it out of context not reading between the lines and realizing that 80% of it is pure reductive nonsense that just Here's conflicts the thing. with itself. Here's what I will say about that. I don't necessarily think that that is 100% true. It could have, now, taking it word for word and assuming any of us who aren't part of the communities he's referencing could even understand it, that's prob- that's making zero sense. There 
might be actual messages going around. We don't know what magnitude of what is coded within the words that we're just not grasping. But the fact that this is already out there and the fact that we, because there's, once it's on the internet, it can't be suppressed. There's no such thing. It's so it's a wildfire. It's just going to keep burning brighter and brighter for the rest of eternity. That's how this is going to go. The problem is he got the attention he was seeking. Yes. Which means this is just the first time we're gonna see this yeah that's that's kind of the sad part isn't it yeah uh, this is the beginning of a weird set of floodgates yeah um i will say i mean this happened in new zealand but this was definitely engineered to basically go after the entirety of the western world yeah and it's really strange because all political parties that have any interest in uh, beating their drum on social media or otherwise are all hopping on this and using his manifesto as a way to probably blame the other side. Yeah, they're opposite. Yep, it, yep it's yep. really. I don't know if there's like a subtle wisdom to what he did and that he knew that they would do that, but they are definitely doing it. Everyone is taking this and using it as fodder against their political opponents. Well, here's the, here's something interesting that this clicks with me immediately, which is, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was your own show I was listening to where they were talking about Rape Day? Yes. Okay. Yes. This immediately makes me think of that, which is, there's this is two different instances roughly around exactly the same time that are two people pushing ideology to its very fucking limit. And they're both coming from the Jade community. Yes. It's a push the envelope, uh, watch it bend. Yeah. Every, like, you have to respond. Like, when, when someone, people push the envelope this hard, I will say Steam did take that game off their market, which was fascinating to see them crack down on it. But, um. That tells us so many other things, though. You gotta understand that that's just. Now the backlash is gonna be on Steam, because now they know that that could, people know. That's it. People know that could happen. Was I mean, Steam was in a real. I, I mean, I, this is like I was talking about in that episode. I would have loved to just be a fly on the wall listening to the lawyers talk about about just how fucked they are because that was is whatever they were damned if they do, damned if they don't. They let it stay. They were gonna catch a lot of shit. They yeah. take it off. Uh, a lot obviously, of shit. they are enemies of free speech. So it, either way, they were gonna get got. Um, I think it's interesting that they decided to take the stand against the game, but. I mean, I don't know, but I think you're you're onto something when it's like the the high strangeness, the edge lord culture. Yes, but that, here's the thing: is, the question is, can we think of a third one that's happened? Mm. Because if there's a third incident of this nature, of any magnitude of any sort, that's just somebody pushing it way too far for a giant collective of people to look in that direction then we got something weird happening that seems to be cultivated on the internet like for all we know these strings could be connected i i don't know i i have heard people talking um about that of course you know 4chan absolutely blew the fuck up when this happened uh it's it's hard to it's really hard to go through all that information but there are a lot of people suggesting that this is the start of something that uh it's like a, a lot of these events look serendipitous yeah and uh that they're, that they're unrelated and then you got some people saying nah these these are just like uh wheels turning in a greater machine Wh- whether uh i think whether rape day is connected to it i mean i don't i don't know i think that's just 
that's just that's loosely just connected opportunism yeah. yeah well someone saw it like that was gonna happen i mean well it's was, it was really interesting i mean do you remember that game manhunt that came out by uh rockstar yeah it was like one of, the, game. one of the most violent <laughs> it was one of the most violent games i'd ever seen in my life and i remember playing it i was in the living room playing it my mom came in around the time i was strangling a dude with a plastic bag and then stabbed him to death with a knife shard and she, she was like what the hell are you doing what is this and i was like oh yeah you bought this for me for christmas isn't life wonderful i love this game thanks mom and uh yeah but now we're we're seeing like a, a sped up version of that where it's going to be like some kid on his iPad sitting on the couch watching a live stream footage of a guy mass murdering people. But that's, or he's or, that's or he's on his uh, computer totally simulating the problem rape. here because this guy is undeniably going to be immortalized. He's undeniably yes. just living forever, even after he dies for for centuries. He will be known the way we talk about, like, fucking, what's that guy who banged, like, half of the population from China? Yeah, he's just another yeah. Genghis Khan, some dude who so revolutionized just, the art of war. bang half the population, and I yeah. immediately knew who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but he's totally that. He's, he's that. He just revolutionized murder. He made the most Black Mirror murder ever. A great well, it, display of massacre that the, it's, it's internet candy. Yeah, I mean that's and that's the sad thing too, man. And uh, that's that's the same reason why uh, you know talking to all my conspiracy buddies on Signal, uh, big ups. They were <laughs> they were like, well, Blake, uh, have you watched the video? And I said, no, I will not watch the video because this is part of his psyop. Yes, this is part of his spell that he casted. He wants you to watch the video, and I was like, and I will not give in to terrorist demands. I'm not going to watch this shit. It's like I don't care. I'm not going to deconstruct it. I don't want to know. I know it exists, and that's enough. But I mean, it's all part of whatever plan this fevered mind concocted includes this video going viral, everyone watching it. And I mean, I'm not a clinical psychologist. I can't tell you what his intention is, but there's something deep inside of that about putting this video out of unabated ultra violence it's not even I, that's not even the, like the tip of it because we got to understand there are there are three separate parts that are going into whatever's happening here first the fact that he recorded it that yeah. it, it wasn't even about the massacre that happened the recording was about him talking he was dropping yeah. some sort of message in him talking not only that, he has a manifesto separate from the thing itself. So there's yep. two different codes being passed by the same person. And the third is whatever party is meant to receive this information. Well, well, I mean, it was a recording, but you got to remember, it was also a live stream when it, when it originally aired. And I think, I think that's important to consider. I, I don't know why, but I think it has something to do with like the advent of live streaming. Like, this is live. This is uncut. This is raw. This is Twitch. There's no delay. Everything in real time. This is Facebook Live. It, it, it's this uh, – it's Black Mirror. It's like like you said. It, it's this Black Mirror thing where I, I can't help but think probably a few people stumbled into this dude's lobby and thought they were watching – Like some act or something. Like a, like a, like a yeah. performance of some sort. Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. it was a performance, just not the performance they thought it was. <laughs> exactly and that's that's the high strangeness of it where we're in this kind of and i hate to use this word over and over again but it's like this postmodern video game but guess what it's just real life it's, it's just, just him murdering a bunch of fucking people Man. in the backdrop of memes 
and like meta info here's the thing you've got me so blown away by like i don't even care at this point about the massacre itself like it's horrible but that's not even the point i feel like there's so much hidden because it it's one of two things and the two things individually tell us so much he is either just a fucking troll and he is just a fucking joker and this entire thing was just you know like you said post my fuck it all fuck it all just fuck whatever there might be fuck anybody watching anybody who tunes in well fuck you too this is the the most epic shit post he won the shit post race yeah yeah but it's, it's it's crazy if this is all thought out if everything he's saying is planned out like the manifesto that just looks like gibberish if it's something we're just not comprehending then what is the goal here because there's a third piece of the equation that we're not getting i think and then and then if that's the case it being live could potentially be about this is going to be taken down the only way for me to get this message out is to do it live and the only way to get the attention is to do it right now and say it in the middle of something that people are going to be looking at quickly it's blitzkrieg shock and all dude like it he took the internet fucking hostage yep by by streaming this to it because we for the most part we the internet can't look away uh, and it, it's it's weird and i i it's like i don't want to give this guy too much credit because he is a murdering piece of shit that er, that murdered innocent people with that being said it's fucking genius i, I think there is a wisdom to this that is diabolical and evil but is suggesting something very deep about a clinical illness that we all have in the internet age and i think he threw the shit in our face and we're seeing the result of it which is we can't look away everywhere i look this shit is everywhere uh i mean they were declaring states of emergency on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and other platforms because people were sharing footage of the massacre. Like wildfire. In mass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Against all the rules and violations. And, I mean, it's like, uh, if you think about the energy of it, the savageness of it, and then couple that with the fact that it is spreading like wildfire everywhere. Man, the thing that keeps bothering me is, what if, like... Let's just play devil's advocate here, and I know this is where the hate comes towards me for whatever reason, but, and this is going to sound dark, but what if what he was trying to get out there wasn't the bad, but rather something for the good, but the only way to do it was in this drastic way because it's going to get buried otherwise? Uh, like, let's say, I mean, that's, hypothetically, that's the hard question. yeah, like, hypothetically speaking, the government's going to take us down, so I need to get it out there as quick as possible before they take me out. But now I'm in the light, so they're not even going to kill me. But he throws out this crazy ramble of messages. And then he drops a manifesto. Now it all looks like gibberish, but somehow together, this is giving us some critical information about something deeper and bigger that there's no way for us to ever, for us normal people to figure out. But that message was meant to get to somebody. And maybe it got to the people it was supposed to get to. Maybe we're supposed to understand it and we're just not understanding it now. Maybe there's a bigger angle to this. And like the tragedy is his own cover up or the way to get the light on the thing he's trying to share i think um i I mean i think that's the desperation 
of it all is where if someone thinks that you have to do something like this in order to get your message out or get it across. But at the same time, I mean, it's like you said, he is shedding light on things, whether they're good or bad, I think is irrelevant. But I I think it's a, a condition of the time because if you want to get your message out to a lot of people, you could just go murder some folks and uh, drop a manifesto, record it, put it on live leak, and just let the internet spread your message for you. You don't need a targeted ad campaign. You don't need a podcast. Um, you don't need to go on, you know, entertainment tonight. Uh, you can just go fucking murder a bunch of people, and then uh, just make sure you do it in a country that doesn't have the death penalty. And uh, you can just sit in fucking jail, and you know, get a cell phone in there, spread more me- messages and things, and you know, go from there. It's uh, our, it's it's oh weird that like God. our twenty four seven media cycle almost supports this shit yeah like i'm reading some uh, of these lines right now and it's like he he really did think he was telling us something at least from his yes. point of view he thought he was sharing real information like i'm looking over here he's talking about a mass invasion from immigration and things of that nature oh yeah oh yeah uh well that, that that's his thing uh he was going into uh kind of the it's kind of like the the concept of white genocide um which is basically the backdrop to a lot of his motivation to do this uh he's saying like you know um mass immigration is killing the western world white people are under attack and therefore i'm gonna go murder a bunch of people i'm gonna gonna start the fucking war um and then uh but like that's uh that also gets into the part of a lot of his uh, motivations and intentions that look like a very strange psyop where it's uh it's meant to push all the right buttons to all the right people to keep this fueling the fire because if this guy was just a simple bigot piece of shit mass murderer it would have just been brushed away already yeah we could have just been like well this that's fucking awful we should take measures to prevent this in the future let's go ahead and uh give him the death penalty or whatever the highest penalty in new zealand and uh let's just forget about this no you can't you can't just forget about this 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 guy's gonna be especially since he was taking a lot taken alive that that's a that's another crucial thing. If he had just been killed outright, I feel like this may have died off sooner. Like it would die with him to a certain extent, and we would just be left with his manifesto and the recordings and the ramblings. It would get cracked down on, and it would go away. But this goes into that weird uh, phenomenon where if you are a killer and you are black, the cops don't even question it, and you're shot on sight. But because he wasn't, he was just he killed an entire uh, you know shot up a mosque. But we'll take you out in handcuffs. That reminds me of that the uh, the kid who attacked the church or whatever. The first thing they did before oh, they even about, took uh, him to prison, the Charleston shooter. Yeah, they just took him to McDonald's before he went to fucking, and they you know they subdued him calmly. Hey, put it down, yeah. hands up, turn around, that kind of stuff. But we know he would have been shot had he just had a little color in his skin. And that yeah, if goes he had a little back to yeah, that. There's, if he had a little tint to him. Yeah, this is a weird uh, sort of thing because he's talking about the white genocide while proving the opposite almost. While perpetrating uh, basically a micro-genocide, uh, a targeted assault on uh, Muslims in New Zealand. Yes, it's total. It And here's you back to your whole thing about it just being some kind of magnificent shitpost. It kind of is. It's just irony summed up. Yeah. I, that And see, that's the thing, too. It's like, um, and I mean, this is... This is really heady stuff when you start dissecting and getting into the nature of shitposting, <laughs> which I never thought I would have the pleasure of doing. Uh, but as someone that has shitposted for a long time, I will say 
the best shit posts have a lot of thought put into them. Uh, I I can't. I mean, I can't give you examples, but you know it when you see it. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm someone they're meant to rile everything up to the point that nobody is happy with it except the person who did the post. Yeah, exactly. And that's the ultimate shit post. That's the ultimate troll. It's when, uh, and I mean, it's like uh, you can goad people into thinking that you agree with them or you agree with one side of the issue, and then you just dismiss it entirely and say, fuck you too. It's a uh, reckless, asinine assault on everyone involved. And uh, to to suggest, I think, that he didn't put a lot of time and thought into this would be naive. Yeah, um, it would be. And here's the thing. Again, we're going to get hate for this because people are fucking ignorant on their own right. And they just want to No, he's crazy. And he's but he's not. He's not that, that he has like he has. He's very Joker. People say the Joker is crazy, but the Joker's the opposite of crazy. The Joker's so unbelievably reasonable that he doesn't even understand the sanity, the insanity. So he just, you know, he's the best shit poster. He just does the same shit himself. He does thought out fucking tragedies. He thought he thinks out all the horrible things he does instead of just doing them impulsively to the point they look impulsive. But that's what's happening here. It looks like a bunch of rambling here, a bunch of chaos over there, some but but it's all clearly planned. Just the fact that there is a manifesto tells us that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, that famous line from The Dark Knight where he says, uh, do I look like a guy with a plan? And uh, it's like, yeah, 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 you fucking do. Actually, it looks like a lot of this was really carefully planned. Uh, but moreover, on your point, there is something remarkable about people's willingness to write shit off as he was just crazy. Was he crazy? That's not really for me to say. I would say if you're if you're gonna mass murder fifty people, there's probably some shit wrong in your head, chemically speaking. Does that mean that everything you say is Looney Tunes? No. Here's the thing. It doesn't. Uh, that, that'll take us into a whole other rabbit hole, but to say that a killer is necessarily crazy, I, d- I don't think those two things line up by any means. I think that there could be killers that are completely not crazy. Yeah. Well, so, um, I mean, it just goes into, like, uh, forms of sociopathy and psychopathy. doesn't mean you're clinically insane, you know? It doesn't mean you're, like, uh, that you are completely disassociated with reality and don't understand what you're doing yeah, you know you it's just not, not the care. insanity plea yeah you could just 100 percent not care or it's not, it could even not be that maybe he does care but maybe he he thinks what he's doing is more important than that it could, there's, there could be so many little intricate factors playing into it not to say any of it is good because you fucking went in there and massacred a bunch of people who had nothing to do with anything like you're you should be put yeah. the fuck down but whatever no, I, I mean, I completely agree. And uh, I, that's that's also some of the high strangeness, too, is I just don't understand how he's still alive. If uh, I, I don't understand how someone didn't just shoot him dead, even when they, uh, you know, detained him and, you know, put him in the back of the squad car. But, oh, no, he uh, somehow got out of his handcuffs and came at me and I had to shoot him. It really sucks. And uh, I, I just don't like I said under it's almost under any other circumstance this guy would have accidentally died in custody. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, I don't. I really don't get it. But you know, the problem this is, is earlier, the problem is too many people are already looking. Yeah, true. But I, they've already brought him into a courtroom. Like it was like a day after it, they brought him into a courtroom. So now they're beginning his trial. 
I believe is what's happening. Tell me that this is a Muslim who goes into a white church, does the same thing, and he ever sees a judge. I I would sincerely do. He wouldn't make it. He out wouldn't make alive. it. Yeah, he wouldn't make it out of there. Yeah, but that that's also. I mean, look at look at the construction of this. He the guy perpetrates probably the biggest massacre in the modern age in New Zealand. Walks out, gets in his car, peacefully surrenders, is apprehended, goes into a courtroom. Like when you put it all together, it's so it, it's almost like a piece of postmodern art. That's meant to offend everything, every sensibility you have about justice, order, uh, righteousness, that he does this and he still gets due process. Yeah. There, 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 is no, there is no trial. The, Not only that, he gets to show his humanity afterwards. Because that's well, the problem that, here. All the cameras are going to be looking at this. Everybody's eye is going to oh, remain yeah. on this guy where he's now going to just show us his humanity. Oh well, it's more than that. I mean, this is uh, this is phase two of the performance. He yes. gets a trial. He gets a trial, and here's the thing: I'm oh my god, I am so sure. At least the thought will be discussed that maybe he's somehow innocent. At least the thought is going to be discussed, <laughs> and when that happens, I just want to know what the reaction is. I just want to know because again, he he can't cut. There's proof. There's video proof. I want to yeah. see what they could possibly do to suggest it because it's not going to go through as truth but the what angle did he already put in place so that that could just be dropped there's going to be it's going to be some form of the insanity plea it's it's got i mean that's the only thing i can think of that they would have any any hope which I mean, I'm I'm going to be surprised if he gets a public defender at all. But I mean, he'll have to. They'll they'll likely have to appoint a defender to him, um, or you know, an attorney. But it, it, it's a mockery of the court system. Oh my god, so much can happen, and there's just the fact that he's already in line to yeah. go fuck to fucking court, dude. This is crazy as hell. But that's also, I mean, that also plays into uh, you know, like the the advent of the court case you know that started kind of with um oj simpson where it was like it was it was just all the time it's the oj simpson show trial of the century uh or the this, other this one was the, the that treatment. yes with the, that lady who killed her daughter casey anthony the same thing was oh, happening thing. there yeah it was just like every day all the time on the news everybody looking except this is on some whole other scale yeah and it's gonna get it's gonna get the same treatment amplified yes and because we got it, to see it. People felt like they were there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, oh my like God. Everyone's involved. Another. Here's. Oh my God. I didn't even consider this. Because it was a GoPro. Because it was on his person. Because it was his perspective. A lot of people feel that the main character in the story was him. And that they should root for the main character in the story. That's part of the, the whole psychology that's happening here. Because of how the story plays. Uh, Think of how movies play out. The perspective of the person you have. This is a person you, you root for. The best example? Yeah. Breaking Bad. We root for Heisenberg, yeah. but he's the fucking bad guy. Yeah. And it's simply uh, because yeah. we're put in his perspective. This guy planned so far ahead. He had a camera on his person when he went to do the thing, which means we're essentially watching a movie in which we're him. Yes. I didn't really think about it like that, but you're right. There is there is a subtle psychology to that that um is kind of scary to think about. It will 
I mean, it's like, I don't know. I keep coming back to just saying psyop. This is like, it's like a psychological operation. Yeah, he dropped a mindfuck bomb. Yeah. I mean, it has so many facets to it. Uh, that That's also why you can't just write this off as he's crazy. Hell no. There, there's so much going on. And then then we have this whole thing about the, the, the mass amount of memes that he's doing the whole time, making him relatable to anybody and everybody watching, especially before people knew what was happening. Anybody who just tuned in and it understands internet culture, and they're in here watching this guy drop all these memes. Oh, he's cool. He's this. He's that. And oh, my God, he just gunned down a whole bunch of people. And yeah. you're already related to the guy. He already caught you before he did anything. You're already connected to him before you knew what was going to happen. Simply because the entire time he was just, you know, joking with you. He was he was humanizing himself as one of you guys. I'm one of you. I'm one of you guys yeah. on the internet. We all have fun. You know, blah, 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 blah. Got a bunch of people down. The, um, that's also, um, you remember uh, like when 9-11 happened and people, you know, had recordings of it and like before on tv before they would play a recording they'd be like you know this material is uh you know not suitable for uh you know children and uh, people that are uh easily you know offended or have high sensibilities yeah uh, to seeing death and destruction uh fast forward to now and this is like the top trending shit on the internet hey check out this guy gunned down a bunch of fucking innocent people in real time it th- there's a there's a momentum of people's desensitization or yes. desensitizing to and ultra it's, violence. It's because of this crazy access that we have to seeing it happen all the time. And the fact that media already made it a focal point for the longest. They were, think about it before the whole black versus white thing resurfaced. What were we looking at? On the news, just news, CNNs and Foxes of the world, you know, fucking gun, uh, gang violence over here, and, uh, police shooting yeah. over there. And so, uh, we, we come to this Obama-Trump era of things, and we're back to race suddenly, where it's like, oh, b- black people rob a family and shoot them down, or fucking cops gun down innocent black guy. And so this gets repeated and repeated and repeated, and we see a bunch of massacres, usually white people. Not to throw anybody under the bus, but usually white people massacring a crap ton of people somewhere at some point. But it gets normalized and normalized. And we hear it again and we hear it again and we hear it again and we hear it again. And it keeps happening, keeps happening. Now it happens. It's just like, oh, another one? Yeah. People are people have become increasingly desensitized to it. And that I think that's part of the overall strategy of what this guy did. It's like, because um, this isn't uh, – we are overly used – are used to seeing massacres, but this guy has taken it to a whole nother level where it's like you, you've never seen anything like this. And, and here's the worst part about it. Yes. Yes. Because now anything that happens less than this, we're perfectly fine with. He moved the bar higher. Holy yes. Shit. He no, pushed no, it no, so yeah. far up that anything that happens that is not at this scale, we're just like, yeah, at least it wasn't as bad as that. Right. I mean, it, I mean, it ties back into uh, earlier when we talked about rape day, about pushing the envelope. Uh, the, this this guy just set the new bar where rape day set the bar for video games. Yes. Uh, and, and anything that day. isn't anything that's not as bad as rape day, if it gets censored by Steam, they've destroyed their own company. Now they cannot yes. censor anything that is not that exact caliber of dark if it doesn't hit that exact line and they censor the game they have turned on their word against like in favor of free speech yeah uh, that's uh scary to think about 
and I mean, I mean, this guy's doing the same thing. He's pushed the envelope, and oh, and the thing is, it, it it's working. Like I said, it's really strange when uh, everyone. I mean, I, I had a buddy come into my work and was like, "Oh, Blake, did you hear about whatever, whatever?" And I basically said the same thing you said. I was like, "I don't watch the fucking news. Um, I read." And uh, I had just kind of been, I don't know, in my own headspace for a few days and just completely missed this, went over my head until I caught back up on all my group chats and everything. And uh, everyone's freaking out talking about it. And then you uh, go on social media and you just see it being shared like wildfire. And it's not its not necessarily the scary thing that they're sharing the information or they're sharing you know, parts of the manifesto. It's that they're sharing clips of the shooting. The, so they went through like the trouble of chopping up bits just to share more massacre. Yes. It's fucked up because it's, again, it's some weird kind of candy. It, it, and the biggest prop, the biggest problem here is, which is probably something that's not being discussed whatsoever, is the fact that the majority of the people on the internet are young people, increasingly yes. more and more, which means the people sharing this and seeing it are kids. On top of that, they're sharing it because they shouldn't. As we keep saying yes. don't, they do it more and more. It's like contraband on the internet right now. And anybody who has that is a cool kid. Oh, I got the clip of this part, or I got this many minutes in, or I got this chunk of it. And that, again, this is, we're seeing the beginning of something. It's just the well, start, because all these people, this is just normal in their heads now. They remember this in their childhood. There are kids yeah. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old who've seen these clips now. And this is just normal part of their childhood. Yeah. And and like I said, I mean, you take into account also like these kids are all in uh, Twitch. They're all playing video games, playing Counter-Strike, playing Call of Duty. And it's like this guy tailored himself for to them. be appealing. Yes. yes. Memes it, and it, all. Yeah. And I mean, even like even down to uh, like name dropping PewDiePie, which I've never watched PewDiePie. I know who he is and I know the enormity of his success in the sphere that he is in, but I, that content is not appealing to me whatsoever. But I will say of all of the kids I've ever met, uh, in any capacity, they love him. They fucking love him. So for him to, to associate himself indirectly with PewDiePie to this age bracket and envelop himself in all of the cultural significance that the young people internet has to offer there is a very strange, aggravated intentionality to this that is both remarkable, fascinating, and fucking terrifying. It is the darkest. It's, man, like, as, at the beginning of this conversation, when the first thing you said is that this is the Joker, you were, you, you hit it at the beginning. Because it's so, there's such an intense strategy behind it. And we're looking at yeah. a, a something that's a longer time scale than people can even imagine because we're, we're looking at the wrong things right now. People are like, okay, this, who this is going to affect, how it's going to affect. You're not going to see the, the reaction to this immediately. The reaction to this is going to happen in the next 20, 30 years when the people who were yeah. too young watching the same thing suddenly think it makes sense when they start rationalizing and trying to figure out who they are as people in their 30s and their 35s and start finally deciding that guy was right about something that gets in their heads. And then we see sort of a repetition of this in mass. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um 
it's a, I mean, he basically just kind of infected everything with kind of a new cancer that, uh, will fester. And we, we aren't going to seek treatment for it as a collective, as a society, um, for multiple reasons. And I mean, this is going to go into the corruption of our media, the proliferation of violence, the glorification of violence, um, whether intentional or not, people won't stop looking at a train wreck. And, you know, again, not to beat a dead horse, but the fact that he was taken alive and that this is going to get a trial and he potentially will have the capacity to say more things because he yes. already has the whole world is They're, a captive audience. Yes. Everybody's looking. He can say whatever he wants when he's up there. And that's where he starts. Oh my God, I was thinking about this the wrong way because there's the video feed commentary. There's the manifesto. The third part that I was talking about earlier is what's going to happen in Act 2. Or I guess Act yeah. 2 already happened. This is Act 3, because Act 1 was the video, Act 2 was the manifesto. Act 3 is the court. Yeah. He's going to... The fucking dog and, the dog and pony show. Yes, because that's when he completes whatever it is he's trying to say. Because whatever the, the obvious message is in the most literal sense, based on the manifesto and based on what he's saying in the video feed, that's bullshit. That's the cover-up. That's what he... That's the misleading part of it. Whatever I mean, he's is, an actor. He's an actor at that point. Yeah. Like, Whatever's between the lines is what you should be looking for. What are the memes for? What are these uh, deep web comments for? That's what should be being read into, not the fact that he's, oh, this is white genocide. Like, of course, you're just trying to catch somebody on this end. That's, that's yeah. intentionally okay. just trying to catch somebody's intention. There's something deeper going on. And we're going to get the other part of that when he's in court. Uh, I fucking hope we get the other part of it, and that's then that's why I can't stress enough. Where it's like people are like, "Well, he was just crazy." I got in an argument with a guy uh, in my work the other day about it because uh, I dove pretty hard into it, trying because I, I like to rationalize things. I like to understand, and if I don't understand, I feel like it's it's my fault, and I need to try harder. So I'm going through this guy's manifesto. Um, I, I'm trying to, I'm looking up everything about him. I'm going, uh, to the deep web and looking at what they're saying. I'm talking to my friends on signal, seeing what they found out. Uh, I stopped short of watching the fucking video. There's plenty of people have already transcribed the entire video. And I mean, there's like plot for plot, uh, you know, screenplays that have already been written of everything that you'll see, which is just fucking neurotic. And the, really interesting thing is that when you talk to people no one knows what the fuck is going on uh i mean you have some people writing it off as like he was just crazy he's just insane and then you have everyone else scratching their head trying to understand what this was is because they're not so content to just write this shit off i i was really happy to see on all the websites that um he basically name dropped which i mean that's a whole nother ballpark on why he would do that but even they where i mean half of these people are fucking ridiculous the other half of them can't stop reading and just you know love interacting with free speech for good or for worse even they were saying this doesn't make sense and half of them were accusing him of being cia the other half were accusing him of being Mossad. uh some of them were accusing him of being just a deep agent that is going to get face-off reconstructive surgery after this and will never hit a jail cell and will do the same shit in six months the conspiracy wagon is turning full circle on this guy and that's how even the people that can see that this is obviously much deeper 
than what it apparently is. Even they are getting uh, trapped in this never-ending conspiracy loop because they can't even necessarily put together what the fuck is going on. And I will fuel that conspiracy train by saying that any company, any uh, report, any publication any anything he name dropped is part of whatever he might be saying you know go like these people go follow this or go do this all of those things are just to be able to fit the name into the act because they're part of whatever bigger picture it is he's trying to point out yeah well i mean you know i've I've spent a lot of time on uh, a few of these websites uh just because i like going there um uh, I, I'm probably not going to be able to talk about that <laughs> in the near future when uh, these uh, places are designated hotbeds of terrorism. And, you know, I just go in there to read about like occultism and, uh, you know, I like to go to some of the paranormal threads because I think that shit's interesting. And I just get bored and like to read. Um, but th- there's a there's an interesting thing that's going to happen with this where these corners are going to get labeled – like white supremacist hotbeds of terror. And I wouldn't be surprised if they got cracked down on, which is, which is going to be interesting to see. Not and I don't only know that, if, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually became what they get accused of being because of all the people unwilling to go there thinking they're already that, leaving only the people who are actually that left in there. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that definitely has been kind of a, I mean, we call it the new cancer that just comes on the boards and shits it up. And uh, a lot of them are just they, – they shouldn't be there. You know, that's that's like when you go into like pure free speech zones where you can say anything you want and you will not be censored. Uh, some people can't handle that. And they're like, wow, he said something really mean. It's like, yeah, welcome to the internet that uh, people say really mean things. Um, I'm sorry you can't block him on your Facebook, but you could just not come here. Uh, yeah, that's, it, that's it, definitely it's, what's going to happen. That shape is going to take any place he name drop. Let's say uh, first they're going to be targeted for sure, and not just they're yeah. not going to be targeted by the government. They're not going to be targeted by by other companies. They're going to be targeted by the people first. The whole stupid boycotting bullshit that we get regularly now that's going to be happening here to some degree on a on a lower scale, kind of like the Budweiser thing. Oh, he's against farmers. Fuck him. Okay, that <laughs> same idea is going to take place. So okay, this place is where the white nationalists are. Oh, we're not going to. We're not visiting your side anymore. So then a whole drop off happens where everybody who thinks that's wrong leaves, and then actual white nat because every Everywhere has every kind of person. Everybody who's against it leaves. Anybody who is or has no problem with it remains. Now it actually is what they accuse it of being. That's where the authorities then come in and actually start shutting these places down because it's a collective of white nationalists hanging up there. But we made that. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of strange. I uh, I think I don't know. Like I said, I think this ties into there's so many different facets at play here and uh, how it ties into everything it is startling that this guy this guy that appears to have no context for everything he's doing simultaneously has affected almost every sphere of thinking with his actions and uh i mean i like i said i don't want to sound like i'm praising him but there is some greater wisdom to this that is like i said terrifying fascinating and I, I, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I, I think it's going to go one or two ways. He's either going to be, it's either going to go um, OJ Simpson 
where this is going to be looked at, beaten to death, analyzed, um, and it'll be forever a topic, or he's going to get the uh, Vegas shooter treatment. I mean, the guy that shot all those people out of his hotel room in Vegas. Yeah. And then, and then four months later, people were just like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. The difference is he's, you know, he died and this guy's still alive. If the Vegas shooter had been taken alive, it, I mean, it very well could still be going on. That's, uh, that's, it's really sad to think about, but I don't know, man. It, it's, it's really perplexing. And, and the really more you read and the more you uncover, yeah. it gets more perplexing. I, I do think that there was some some deep, deep thought given to this on a scale that only some people were really... Because he's not aiming for everybody to get it. He's aiming for everybody no. to look at it, for sure. But he's not intending for people to understand. He's sort of Andy kaufman the world right now. He gets the joke, yeah. but nobody else is really meant to get the joke. And if somebody is meant to get the joke... Those people already got it. The rest of us are just chasing our tails because we're never meant to get it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and then you got people that get the joke and don't think it's fucking funny. Like, uh, that, that's, that's the other side of it, which I was excited to see. Um, because when, when this came out, I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, this is going to look really bad when they go to these forums and people are going to be openly cheering for this guy. And then uh, you go in and, I mean, of course there's that, but you don't know who's just fucking edgelording, who's shilling. I mean, you know. It's it's really asinine. But then you you got some people on there that are like, oh fuck, this is really bad. They're gonna destroy our website because you you have this you have this uh, camaraderie community when these websites where they're like, yeah, this is our piece of shit toilet, but it's ours, and you know we can say anything we want here. And they're upset because this guy through his actions, it's like they're more upset about the threat against their website than the threat or than the reality of all these people being killed. Uh, it's it's really strange. It's really strange to see. I know for a long time, I mean, you had Google de-indexed 4chan not too long ago, and uh, no one gave a shit. It's like no one that uses 4chan really gives a fuck what Google does in that capacity. You can, you know, unarchive them and delist them from the crawlers. No one cares. We're still going to go. And uh, but, you know, now you're giving fodder to Homeland Security to just go in, repossess the domain contact the internet or the servers and just have it fucking shut down and that is what's scary to them here's they, the thing something like that then gives rise to a lot of other problems the reason that that's a doubtful uh road to take is because of the types of individuals that hang out on fortune and hang out on these sort of sub-internet places. Because 4chan is basically uh, one of the doorways to the deep and dark webs. And the people who yeah. use these doorways and the people who do get into the deep and dark webs are people the government usually tries to stay the fuck away from. Because these are the same people who can easily tear down your house if you try to tear down theirs. We're talking the best of the best hackers that they only wish they could have on their end are just... You know, they don't fuck with us, so we're not going to fuck with them. But the second that they do try to fuck with us, let's expose everything that they've ever done and hidden in our territory. Yeah, I mean, and that's I mean, that's the beauty of it, too, is because like a lot of the, a lot of these guys um, are just in it for the laughs. They, they just think shit's funny and um, they're on there because it's it's an edge lord central hive where if you've got thin skin, you won't make it. You won't be there too long, and that's fine either way. 
Um, I mean, it's so old now, you know, like, uh, I've been on there for a long time. It's changed dramatically over time. Um, in some ways for the better, in some ways for the worse, but like you said, assaulting like a, this is, this is like one of the biggest attacks on them, even if they don't understand it or don't realize it. But even with all the contempt and, uh, asinine things that fly around, this is the worst that has ever happened because it's put it's put them on a spotlight an immeasurable spotlight not to say that they haven't been put under a spotlight before but never never like this no not like this and i mean i don't know it's scary man i don't i don't want to see the free speech corners of the internet go down to where people literally have to use fucking tour to go to a forum to say they don't like the president or, you know, they don't agree with this or they think this is a, a psyop engineered this way or, uh, you know, I mean, it's the same reason why people want to destroy WikiLeaks and uh, like kind of anarchistic whistleblowing groups. But so it's a it's a it's a motif of silence. They want to silence people. The problem is in this instant, if the government tries, if any if anybody, if any agency, if any government official, if any kind of direct order is given to attack the now free speech in public in the outside fine you try to accomplish the same task on the internet you're facing something completely different you're facing a fire that you cannot put out these people can ease i mean they usually do in the eight chans of the world in the four chans of the world in in reddit there are some corners of reddit itself that you can find some of this crazy shit and some of these very people they can easily weave in and out of government websites can easily jump in and out of some of the most cryptid uh servers in the face of the planet they could just do this at will and they don't do anything with it it's like you said it's a joke it's fun they don't care they're not aiming to hurt they're not on anybody's side they're not doing anything it's just hey look at the power i have (laughs) and then they talk a bunch of shit but when they get attacked how are you gonna stop an army of them who have oh, well, the capacity can't. to infiltrate everything is on the internet everything 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 yes. is on the internet we look 10 years back oh some of the stuff is on the internet we look 20 years back nothing is on the internet right now everything is on the internet you make an attack yeah. on the people who truly control the internet because people just think the oh the government con- the government doesn't control shit the people in these free speech we don't because again what's what, what's the mentality of of uh the gang world if you look at it, it's like the person who's out there, oh, I'm a crap, blah, 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 what's popping, what's cracking? That's not a gangster. That's a fucking poser. Who's the gangster? The outstanding citizen who, you, you know, supports everybody. He goes see, he supports his local businesses. He helps the old lady carry her bags. And then at night, he gets in a car, disappears until morning. And you're like, oh, that guy's cool. He disappears at night, but I don't know what he does. But he's like really murdering people. Okay, yeah. that same mentality takes place here. These are just, oh, they're just kids having fun on the internet, this, this, and that, and then you drop the coin the wrong way. And suddenly, these kids who were just having fun reveal, oh, no, we were the gangsters, bro. And in this instant, the government, these CIA people who think they're the strongest, the FBI who think they're the strongest, these are just people flexing. They're the what's cracking, what's popping. That's who they are. They're scaring the commoners. Meanwhile... The true people know who the true people are, which is these people who aren't going out there flexing. They don't have to flex. They know who they are. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, 
I don't know. Like I, I speak, I speak about these uh, people in reverence for the most part, and it's out of uh, fear and respect. Uh, but yeah, these people don't have a nation. They, they honestly don't give a shit uh, about your politics and things like that. They don't. They and, stand for uh, them. When you get down to it, uh, the the word uh, I always see being used is uh, weaponized autism, and that's the. Uh, that's the thing where a lot of these guys are just computer engineers, programmers, people that have just made their entire life on crypto and the internet and all systems involved. And this is where they hang out. And if you threaten that, if you threaten the clubhouse, yeah, there's a problem. They will, <laughs> they will come down. On, they will come down on you with a fury. Yes. That if you want to read about it, just Google it, and you can see for the sure. Meme wars Look, you it's can, not even meme wars, bro. We're talking like what five years ago they managed to shut down a series of government websites just because they felt a little threatened, and we're talking like severe, yeah. dude. They do this consistently. You attack, they attack back, and they attack harder. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to go off on it too much, but I will say the the thing that I saw Paul do, which I don't, I don't mean to name drop, but there are corners. Pole is one of that them. That is one of the Pole deep corners. Is one of them. Pole when uh you had the uh the shooting in Florida and uh David Hogg came to the spotlight and he basically made a meme lab. I don't know if you saw this, but David Hogg was saying, Well, we gotta take over the internet uh using memes. We gotta fight the meme war with memes. And uh it was him and five other teenagers, you know, that survived uh the, the Parkland shooting. And they were like, Well, it's time to take the battle to the internet. 4chan is laughing their fucking ass off at this. And they're like, All right, cool. This is this'll be great. So Things transpire, and essentially, David Hogg and Co. get a uh, a uh, secret office where they start. I forget their name, but it was like uh, they start a secret meme lab, and they've got like bulletin boards and MacBooks, and they're fucking they're attacking the internet with pro Democrat memes, and uh, you know <laughs> this, that, and the other. It's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. But um, they call the beast by its name. And say, you know, they're they're going to come on 4chan and they're going to infiltrate it and they're going to do this, that and the other. And everyone's just smiling because they got action. And, th and that's the thing. It's like, it's like, don't give them action. Don't motivate them. Don't don't make them draw the banners and come together. Yeah, that's when shit gets off. That's, what shit that's gets when bad. shit hits the fan, bro. They'll show up with Pepe flags, fucking worshiping yep. Keck as loud as they can. And that's it, bro. God gave them directions. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. It's like when when David Hogg and Co. did this, and this is why you don't see them anymore. This shit didn't last. But uh, they united the banners of, of the corners of the internet uh, by saying, you know, we're going to come on and shitpost on your fucking forums. And they're like, okay. So they get their office, uh, which, you know, of course, th this was the, the hilarious thing. This is the epitome of the concept of weaponized autism. David Hogg posts a picture of their office. It's unmarked. It's in like a commercial zone, unmarked. There is no discerning marks or anything because they wanted to be secretive and anonymous, no pun intended, about where their location was, their physical location, the, the headquarters, the ground zero for this new initiative. And uh, they post the pictures on social media. Someone takes the picture, posts it on poll, and he's like, all right, expletive, expletive, expletive. Uh, which is, you know, friendly words they just use to call each other. Um, yeah. Let's figure out where this guy is. And they were like, okay, 
and see now me, I would have looked at the picture and been like, there's there's no indication of where this is. There's no way you can figure out where it is. Oh no, these and, people can track uh, it. Anyone through anything, any possible bro, I saw them track down a flag in the middle of nowhere. Oh, dude, you're talking about the Shia LaBeouf flag? Yes, bro, they found yeah, that oh, on a that roof amazing. simply based on how the angle of the, just the, the, what was it, the weather and the time of day when the dude. camera was aiming in that direction. That was enough. No, no, no. No, there was one, a plane flew by. That's yes! That really got, a, a plane flew by. Yep, they all they did was track down where a plane would be at, what given moment, based on, it, what was it, it was a, they used the temperature, they used the time of day, that the fact that it was daylight when they saw the plane, they used the weather that yep. they were seeing, the, 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 the color of the sky, they threw, like, all these things together and just found the spot yeah, the and the process of elimination yeah. yeah process of elimination they slowly figured it out yep and then found and the I'm, flag and then they what was it? they put a maga hat on the flag just to prove they found it yep and i mean say look say what you want that is fucking amazing that's to me. fucking genius the, bro the, the, the hive mind fucking came together and no one paid these guys nope they had no purpose teamwork the, the, for the, the sake of teamwork Yep, and because fuck Shia LaBeouf, yep. and this flag is, and they just they were just like this will be fun, and, but yeah. So so just to finish this real quick, so David Hogg has this physical location. He posts a picture of it on social media because he wants people to donate. He's trying to raise money for his meme lab, quote unquote. Meanwhile, 4chan is laughing their fucking ass off, and so they take the picture. They look at the uh, the weather that's going on um they look at basically the outline of the industrial complex they start correlating all this data it goes on for days and days and days and then eventually a brave poster says i found it and they're like bullshit (laughs) so this guy walks in to the meme lab because doors open you know people come and go yeah the guy pretends to be a ups delivery driver and he comes in and drops off a package, then walks up to their white bulletin board, slaps a pole sticker on it, and it's the one with Pepe's face and the tentacles coming off of it. Yeah. And it says, it says pole, nothing is beyond our reach. And he just slaps that shit on the fucking whiteboard, takes a picture of it, and walks out. And holy shit. <laughs> like, I'm not I even amazed. I'm not even su- surprised. This is... And it was probably easier than most things they've had to do, you know? Like, this is the basic... Yeah. This is my point. They Their reach is beyond infinite. They can access anything at any given moment. If there are cameras, they can use them. If there are computers, they can use them. If there are fucking cameras on computers, they already know where you are. They just don't abuse it, because why? What's the point? Nothing has meaning. But then attack them, and suddenly you've provided the meaning, which is, we must defend ourselves. Yeah. And that's the worst thing you can do is give them a fucking reason to yes. stop uh, calling each other names and disagreeing with each other. Yeah, because they're they're things. they like they they are the jokers. They are the joker. Yeah. They're just in there attacking each other, biting each other's heads off because there's nothing else to do. They're they're a bunch of piranhas that are trying to eat each other for the sake of doing that. And then suddenly you throw yeah. a fish into the pond, and it's like, oh yeah, oh there's a fish in here. What are we doing, guys? Look in that direction. Yeah. And then the fish uh, tells them that they're all, uh, you know, bigots and <laughs> that they shouldn't be talking like this and telling them that, you know, their free speech zone is going to be under attack. And now it's a thing. It's a big thing. And they react violently. Yeah, I mean, they don't well, play. Violent, within reason, violently. 
that I've never that is the key here that is the key here in the most realistic way possible you hit the nail on the fucking head and that is that they never exceed reason you're talking about the most rational calculated people ever now they even look down on people who cross that line attack fire with fire but never go over the line of how you were attacked you get my point a perfect example is the shia labeouf thing the trolls who thought that the clever trolls were just fucking around and would go there and hit people and start fights, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Because that's not the point. The point is to troll in a clever, intelligent way. Yeah, and don't play into their hand. I mean, that that's always the thing you, that you see is like you're playing into their hand when you do shit like that. Yeah. And more importantly, you're endangering our like the free speech zone that we inhabit. And and but I mean, that's also like the hilarity of it is, uh, you know, there there is no unified. Like they will draw the banners and go to war together, but, but they're apart not from one. That, yeah. There is no unified collective. Yeah, they're not. They're just it's the same thing as anonymous. These are the same people. These are the same exact people doing this. It's just in one moment, they're rallying together because you provided the purpose. You don't want to provide the purpose. Let them fucking eat each other's heads. That's perfectly fine. They're not bothering anybody. Just because some douchebag name drops or claims to be from somewhere or does hang out there. Again, there is no collective. These are just people. But you don't threaten the innocent people who inhabit this, because those are the people who hold the power. Money means nothing when you can shut down a bank account. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's inherent in their lo- in their saying, "Nothing is beyond our reach." And if you if you don't understand that, then you should just keep well the fuck away. Yeah. Um, and don't don't provoke them. It's uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, when I when I speak about these people, I always speak through reverence and fear because I know what they can fucking do. Yeah, their reach is infinite. They are the powerhouse. They are the true capacity. And everybody else flexing is doing just that. They're just flexing. We're talking governments and companies and agencies and all of this. The reason they have to point out how much power they have is so that you believe it. Because the people who have the power have no reason to tell you. And that's sort of the problem with this entire scenario. This guy aimed people in the wrong direction intentionally. In any case, that could have been the goal. Force these clusters of people to defend themselves because he knows how they're going to do it. And if that's that's what I think, you think that that's the case that they're just trying to get the government to jump so that they get stopped going too high. I was see. I'm the the more and more I read into it, I think it was like it's like uh it's a plan and a backup plan in of itself. The plan is he's going to name drop these things and. Either, either they're gonna come to his defense, which won't happen because Definitely. they know that's that's certain death. I mean, some will come to his defense. Well, like you'll see people be like, "Oh yeah, man, this is a great start." You know, genocide the Muslims, and they'll be like, "Okay, they're they're edge lording on a free speech website." Um, I've seen way worse. Uh, you know, like nobody's then, gonna you know, actively do anything in his defense. At least not the not no. the HN, not the redditors, not the not the deep web people. They're not jumping to his defense. They think he's an idiot just like anybody else. They're probably gonna say whatever the fuck they want because they still believe in free speech. But that doesn't mean they're gonna actively jump to his defense. Exactly. And then so that's the first plan, right? Uh, which isn't going to work. So the backup plan is that people are going to go after them. And then that forces saying, defense. And and then that'll force their hands. Yeah. 
if only to defend themselves reactively, it'll still look like they're coming to the defense of this guy. It's it's a oh, it's very deep, man. It's it's fuck. fucking forty I didn't chest. Think of that. That is, yeah, you're definitely right. It's either they do defend him or they look like they defend them. But regardless, to the outsider, it'll look that way. Yeah, that's this is gonna be one interesting. I know, dude. What the fuck? I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Wow, that makes and, me think uh, this guy really is one of these motherfuckers. Like, he's just the one that went rogue. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, did he go on pole and probably shitpost? Yeah. Uh, fucking everyone does. <laughs> uh, I've said a lot of things on pole uh, when I'm like six limeritas deep and uh, drunk as shit. My Ambien kicks in. Uh, thank God they're not indexed and chronicled and uh, put on a, a public sphere where everyone can see and attach my name to it. So that's good. Uh, but, you know... By and large, where where there's there's greater struggles going on, and this is why, with people come after them, as far as like we need to shut four chan down, we need to shut eight chan down, we need to shut nine gag down, uh, we or, or they need to come under new standards of moderation and censorship, and people should have to register to use the website, and uh, if any of that happens. They're going to fucking flip. Yeah, you've pushed too far. You've taken the point away, and they will hold on to that point until the ship fucking sinks. And it's not going to sink, because you're going to stop that, too. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's... But the, this is a larger... Because this has been a long time coming. And, you know, you got all the pe- all the kumbaya uh, people that have always said, you know, the end times are near. The end times are near. They're coming for us. Etc. Etc. CIA is actively posting. They're trying to bait us into saying shit. They're recording IP addresses. Uh, your internet service provider is letting them know that your web traffic is going to these websites. Uh, and yeah, and on and on and on and on. That's been going on for a long time. But I will say now more than ever, the threat is real. Where there may be a day where you go in and it's like ICE Homeland Security has seized this fucking domain. By the way, we logged that you just attempted to access it, which just puts you on this watch list. And I mean, that's that's not far fetched. It is within the realm of possibility. And that more that more than anything is scary um, for more reasons than I like to post, you know, Pepe memes. Yeah, and that's, I think it's, that opens yeah. the floodgates to the tech war, man. And it's not going to be a tech war. Russia's invading us. We must fight back. No, because we're talking civil war virtually. Yeah. And uh, it will be ugly. It, it won't be nice. It won't be polite. Uh, I mean, but it's, it's the double-edged sword that we're starting to see with free speech, which... If anyone never understood that free speech is a double-edged sword, they're just fucking stupid, in my opinion. It's always been that way. Truth, knowledge, free speech, free expression is always a double-edged sword. It, it, it can be something nice or it can be something verbally violent and expressively violent and something con- so contrary to what you think that it might fucking shake you up for a few minutes it might ruin your goddamn day that's free speech that's its capacity that's that's, that's and, but here's the thing in order to take part in free speech because this is the biggest problem in order to take part in free speech the that double-edged sword has to be sort of accepted you got to take the good with the bad same thing with yes. the people who can't handle free speech thus they believe the way is to shut it down for everybody rather than just walking away from free speech scenarios and uh, uh, 
it's fucking weird because a lot of the things that have been happening, again, starting way back at Obama and straight through Trump now, is the fact that the line has been drawn 800 different directions in between 800 million different things. And it just looks like over and over, we keep ending up with this them versus us mentality that was more blurred before because it always existed. It just, it was never this heightened with this many things. And maybe it was and the internet brought light to it. But the problem is people are reacting to that bringing of light so uh, viscerally that we're seeing the, the first steps of a slow building civil war it is civil war and we're having a weird civil war and it's starting so slowly but the population continues to divide and continues to divide and continues to divide in some infinite moving machine of division in which we're either this side and we're that side and just because you're red and i'm blue doesn't mean that we're the same blue that you are because we're you know we're the liberal blue, but those are the capitalist blue. And it's like, we're two different the kinds of people. progressive blue. Yeah, it's like, there, yeah, there's not, yeah. 800 million lines divided within the lines that have divided. And it continues to break, and it continues to break. And it's like, we've been divided to such an extreme that once the big ball starts rolling, we're looking at a level of anarchy that places without government, like a... What, what what is that place the fucking the samoa the places like that have never fucking even imagined possible because we're talking about people who don't know how to handle a scenario like that everybody in panic everybody trying to defend themselves everybody with access to weapons because we haven't fucking dealt with that every but if we dealt with it then the criminals are going to take over no matter what the case might be no matter what angle we come from this monster is going to devour itself one way or another, and we're just waiting for that moment. We're just waiting for that moment that's going to come where we're just going to devour ourselves. Nobody's coming for the United States. We're going to drop nukes on ourselves. We're that fucking dumbass. Well, see, I, I think uh, to a certain extent that that's almost been engineered. I mean, we're looking at so many different things coming to a head. You have like the advent of identity politics that has been carried to extremes i never would have imagined i mean in in the u.s we've already we've always appreciated the individual and like uh respected their rights uh to individual expression and things like that but identity politics has come in and basically monetized it where um you know people think like well i'm fighting for rights and i'm doing this that and the other you're just a fucking walking advertisement and that's the hard truth that you are monetized you spread misinformation through your social media because it aligns with your perception of the morals and ethics and what ought to be and through spreading that you incentivize them to keep pandering to you so that they get uh, you know pennies per click and they sell t-shirts and they're able to uh, lobby for these packs and more money floods in it's all a monetization of your outrage over moral things and this has taken identity politics into and i hate to use this word again a fucking neurosis where it is a mental state of unrest and outrage that is 24 7 being fed like a fucking burning coal engine and they are just shoveling coal into this shit where you if you are in a political capacity and you're on social media it's reading your uh proclivities towards what you read and 
catering and fostering more information in to that area you for you. Yes. Oh my god. It, and and it, and it's a never-ending cycle. It it never stops. And and that's the thing. The internet it is just methamphetamine for this because it's like you go to sleep, right? Well, just because you're asleep, this shit didn't stop. Someone else woke up, picked up the torch, and started fucking running with it. And by the time you wake up the next morning, you have a, an unimaginable amount of new information to digest that is going to piss you off. And it's it's a never-ending cycle of outrage culture and that's uh, the word that's the word outrage culture and that sums yes. this whole bullshit up all of it all of it all of it because that's also what this fucking crazy fuck was doing he was aiming yes. his attention at outrage culture he knows everybody's gonna take every word he said is invented in every direction to try to get their other side to outrage because this, this is your side this is your side's fault and they did yeah. this and oh no 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 but see this text here here and there says a bunch of things that happen to be with your guys it's like he didn't pick a side he did the typical shit post he hit every side all at once the same way yeah. that the internet just inherently does for everything the same but people try to blame fox news for fucking oh but they're really right and they're really this and it's like okay but sometimes they just drop shit they're not right-sided they're attention-sided, and the majority of the people watching are right-sided. But if necessary, they'll say some left-side shit because it'll generate the proper attention they need. And that's the truth of the matter, and every side does this. And it doesn't matter what the case might be. These are giant conglomerate blog companies. These are giant conglomerate opinion publishers. These are giant conglomerate shit posters. Just trying to get reactions at all times, fueling it through social media, the monster we created ourselves. Yeah, and it's like, make sure you like and subscribe and, you know, come back later and check out this information, watch your favorite shows. Oh, by the way, did we mention that you can uh, buy these t-shirts and hats and that if you, uh, for nine ninety nine a month, you can get a special subscription to a limited, uh, you know, content release that only our subscribers will get. So if you want to be in the know, go ahead and feed us fucking money money because we actually are not in the business of information we're in the business of money so uh money is ahead of everything in this capacity and that's ultimately why journalism is fucking dead that and because any realistically any good journalism any hard-hitting journalism you're likely just to get fucking killed at this point it's kind of like um that lady that helped turn over the panama papers and just got fucking car bombed uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, that, uh, not that even surprised about that. Not even surprised. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what would happen because at this point, anybody who who is providing real, 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 real information, you're providing real information. That means you're looking into things. That's a, yeah. As as basic as that sounds, as unappealing as well. What the? That's not so glad. Okay, looking into things is something the internet has lost the touch for you read you don't even go into the article that these people write and half the time the article has nothing to do with the title on it because they know you're not going to click on the fucking thing and read through the bullshit usually they'll give you a title and the piece won't even have a conclusion it's just somebody talking 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 and just fades out somewhere where they don't have a resolution or anything but they knew you would see the title of the piece and be like oh shit this happened Oh yeah, I agree with this. Um, well, that you know, not to put my fucking tinfoil hat on, but 
I think it's remarkable, and I think you'll agree with me, that as the accessibility of information has increased. So we go from, let's say, a couple of hundred years ago where you had like compendiums and encyclopedias and books were essentially the biggest resource, um, the biggest reservoir of knowledge. But not everyone had access to libraries. Not everyone had a family book collection and a study that was 10,000 square feet and full of just endless amounts of information and volumes of knowledge. Yeah. So let's fast forward. We get to the internet. Oh, shit. You mean everyone with an internet connection has access to endless amounts of information. But as – it's like a it, – it's proportionate. As our accessibility to information has gone up where basically I can read Wikipedia on my fucking Apple smartwatch yeah. while I have my tablet out uh, looking at a salon.com post and meanwhile, my laptop is downloading something to feed me more information in the form of like a documentary. As all of this happens, where we, we have a constant presence in the realm of information, misinformation, the opposite of information, like blogging, editorials, opinionated, uh, like cascading shades and amb- amb- ambiguous types of information have gone up. Yeah, yeah, more for sure. As we ex- have more accessible. access to information, re- information's reliability drops. The more access we have, yes. the, the, the lower the reliability of it is. And again, mentioning your tinfoil hat, I'm going to wear that same hat for a second and say that it goes back to the idea that if we look back to when people did have these giant libraries and the only way to be informed is, you know, be royalty and have access to all the books to now, the idea behind it is they all have access to information. Okay, we have to keep their information wrong then because yeah. if they have access to the information then we're not on top no and i mean that's that's the very nature of a lot of the things the past like two or three years of everything i've been reading about where i'm trying to understand has been rooted in occultism and education and everything you just said is eventually my conclusion that i came to which is like esoteric knowledge the concept of forbidden knowledge the concept of higher understanding is basically an institution of the elite to a certain extent without name dropping too hard and going into pure tinfoil hat areas you have people that have always had reservoirs of information enormous amounts of wealth in the form of information and then people who haven't and as those means of obtaining information have equaled out to where almost everyone to, for all intents and purposes almost everyone is on a equal footing as far as accessing information and now it's harder than ever the the amount of bullshit that is just running through everything and uh you know but you can see you can definitely see the pattern to it like visibly for example if you look at uh the western education system in the past like we're talking 20 30 years ago civics was an obligation it was important that you knew your laws but you can graduate yeah a hundred percent as information as the access to information has gone up we've removed these things so that most you can drop the word civics to most people and they'll be like what the fuck are you even talking about they have no idea what it is so they wouldn't even know to go online and google it because they have access to the information but they wouldn't know to look that information up in the first place because it was never even mentioned in the first place so they would know the word and perhaps decide to go look for it which means looking up things that might defend them is already not natural and they could just look up you know 
laws that lawyers follow. But it doesn't cross well, their mind. Where's, where's the incentive? Where's the incentive to look it up? Where no one has ever explained to them, to these children in school, why civics is important. So if you don't explain to them or try to make them understand why civics is important, then why the fuck should they turn off their Twitch stream and learn the laws that protect them? Yes. The laws that are – like why? Like, there is no point. But more importantly, this goes back to uh, an educated citizen is a dangerous citizen. That, and, and that's – that that's ultimately where all of this comes down into. And I mean, you brought up civics. Here's one. Here's one I like to bring up: philosophy. Heavy one oh, that I know. used to I know. Um, everyone's used to be an obligation too. Used to a hundred percent. You needed to know something. You need to know. You need to be taught because uh, a lot of people, uh, when they think of philosophy, obviously most people just assume, oh, this philosopher, that philosopher. No, the philosophy is the the act of critical thinking it's the rules you yes. use to think clearly and how you apply those thoughts to all forms of information and people aren't taught how to think yeah i just nodded so hard i think i cracked my neck but yeah that it, it it's philosophy is an active thing it's not memorizing uh dead white guys <clears throat> it's not it's not metaphysics like a lot of people get lost in the metaphysics of yes. philosophy it, m philosophy is a tool yes it's it, 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 there you go that's a fucking word philosophy is the tool you use to apply to how you process information yes now let me ask you this did you take philosophy in high school yes okay what philosophy did you take in high school? Was it like theory of knowledge, epistemology? No, I took the basic garbage shit where they try to teach you, this guy came up with this thing. I don't give a fuck. What is it that he did? Yeah. So so philosophy, but now like uh, in current education models, philosophy is being completely fucking removed. You'll see like some places will have like theory of knowledge, which is just laughable this is very abstract i mean like concept concepts of truth and stuff like that are are so uh heady that trying to teach that to you know a junior in high school is really they should be teaching ethics it should be civics ethics political philosophy but here's the thing that's nothing the, new because that's and part of like understanding logic that's like that that's like civics that, that even when it was taught towards the tail end of it disappearing it wasn't being taught the right way because it was we needed to get rid of it but we needed to get rid of it quicker than we were allowed to take it out so now let's just teach them the wrong things while the name civics is still there or why the name philosophy is still there like when i was taking philosophy in high school i had to go home and actively look into the tools of thinking and critical thinking because all they cared about telling me was when was this philosopher born yeah. where was he born wow. and what was he doing like i don't give a fuck about these things what was the thinking process he was trying to convey but they weren't teaching me that yeah like that like it's important to know uh where the philosopher was born uh when you examine the uh volumes and volumes and volumes of his abstractions on the state of nature and political philosophy clearly where he is born is the most important uh factor in that but so so you you look at philosophy has been removed from high school um if not entirely then it's on its death throes it it will soon be completely out so then you get to college, assuming you make it to college. You you make it to college, and you um you're a freshman in college. You're taking uh you know, uh history 101, English 101, biology 101, and you get one elective. You get one elective course. Now, are you going to take philosophy for your elective course, 
Or are you going to take, um, I don't know, outdoor sports, indoor sports? Yeah. You're going to, yeah. So you, you got all these classes on you and you're going to take another class that requires, and, uh, you know, I, I hate to be that guy, but you have to fucking think. I, I'm sorry to say that, but in philosophy, that's you're not going to do well if you're not thinking. That, and I know that's troublesome for people, but uh, you're going to have to use your fucking head. You're going to have to read, synthesize, digest, and reflect. Ref- and I know that's they, a tall, that that's is a tall fucking order. That's the biggest tall order because the thing people don't want to do the most out of the entire list you went through is reflect. Because that means they could potentially have been wrong about things they just came up with in their heads and thought were right inherently. And that's unacceptable. And uh, so, I mean, you're looking at a very convenient way that we have removed the tool of philosophy. For all intents and purposes, we are removing it from modern education. So we have information becoming more ambiguous and harder to sift through. And now we're removing the tool that can cut through the fucking bullshit, the tool that can make you see and read between the lines and realize this is fucking pandering. This is insulting to me that they are talking to me like I am a fucking idiot and I'm going to seek better sources of information. It's all coming together. We're, we're destroying your means of information while removing your ability to recognize that we are fucking destroying it. Yeah, that's, there is, that's there, totally what it is. They're taking away our ability to recognize us getting brutally shafted and putting yes. in place a bunch of shiny, fancy things. The, the whole uh, the, the mentality behind the trophy era, everybody gets a trophy. That's, that's what promoted this entire social media mentality where uh, – the site about us we have a site dedicated to us we're all winners and uh that means i'm doing it right and if i you know i pay attention to myself now i just look at me i just look at me all day i take pictures of me all day i show everybody me all day and in doing that i don't see everything else that's going on even when i do see everything else that's going on it doesn't matter because it's not affecting me well no it's not contrary to you and and that's the thing i i've always loved and, and this may be because I'm just fucking strange, but I love looking at things contrary to what I think. Uh, I relish it. I listen to Christian talk radio in the car uh, because I want to know what the fuck they're thinking. I, I think everything for the most part that they're saying in a lot of ways is fucking wrong, but I love hearing it. I want to know the pulse I will the bo- Christian community. I will divert us quickly States. and say that I also love the same thing, but for the entire different reason. I think what they're saying is exactly what I'm saying, but we don't know how they're exactly the same. <laughs> it's like y'all are agreeing and you don't know it. Yes. I think when I yeah. speak global consciousness and they say God, we mean the same thing. Right, but it's lost in the uh, the semantics of it. Yes, the terminology itself is what's fucking us up. Well, you know, that's the same thing, too, uh, which is why philosophy would cut through that. It, 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 in philosophy, when you get into higher forms of logic and uh, critical thinking, so, I mean, higher modalities of thought, you're able to break things down and equate them and realize that everything is more similar than yeah. they are different. That is the that's uh, that's the fucking that's the fucking problem. 
people don't have that ability because any yeah. bit of information you break down far enough, you realize is identical to any other bit of information. If we look at all the religions attacking each other, just you don't even have to break that one that far down. How the hell do each one of you have a figure that died, got resurrected three days later, is three parts, one man, one super omnipotent everything and one spirit? Like, it's all the same shit. You clearly talking about the same shit. But not having that ability to break down and look at things objectively because we all live this weird needy subjective thing that our subjective point of view has to be the most right subjective point of view no matter what because we're the main character we're all the main character we can't back up and not be the main character for a second and just assume we're all equal and let's just see how that information plays out we'd lost objectivity by removing the tools of thought and that is what's leading to these weird sort of civil war ideologies. Yeah, it's I mean it's divide and conquer. And and you know, and again, tinfoil hat, uh there are people in high positions of power and influence that would rather see us arguing with each other over the color of a fucking dress and the latest performance on American Idol than discussing uh concepts of knowledge and power. Because again, an educated citizen is a dangerous citizen. People that have the tools to realize that their politicians are talking head puppets for people behind the fucking curtains that seek to domineer and rule them is dangerous. To realize that the voting process in a lot of ways is fucking retarded and that uh, the two-party system in America is a fucking sham uh, owned and sponsored by the same companies on both sides, ultimately leading to the same end for everyone. Uh and that's even yeah, assuming that. they really have power to begin with and that these votes are that these votes they're allege allegedly manipulating even fucking matter because let's exactly. say that they're paying into the system it doesn't even matter if the votes were always rigged to start with and that it's because when you vote you're not even voting for the fucking president you're just telling your the people you already voted into office who you think should be selected but they're under no obligation to choose whoever the fuck you suggested, but they don't teach anybody that part. They left, just like the philosophy and just like the civics, they leave out the fact that the people don't vote for the president now. They, they it, do that somewhere it, and people think, oh, if I go vote, you know I made my choice. But they'll never say, go vote for your congressperson. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, the Congress is in so much trouble right now. Uh, the, the political institutions in America are in a lot of trouble. Uh and people will be like uh, – I mean there's there's so many varying degrees where uh, someone will say you know, the, the private uh, prison industry in America is a real issue, and it's a, uh, in, in, it's a monetization of justice, and it's, a, it's exploitive and this, that, and the other, and it's like hashtag stay woke. And it's like, motherfucker, you don't know the beginning of it. I was like, y I was like how new are you to this conversation? Uh, Th this this there's so much worse there's it's so the level of manipulation taking place is so uh intense it's it's beyond the comprehension of most people including us like we we know the 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 shit we're talking about is so deep for anybody listening who hasn't already brushed this and we're still barely touching the tip of how severe this is because we're talking the congress the senate the presidency we're talking individual states individual cities we're talking countries leaders of other countries businesses world collectively like the entire planet's businesses influencing every country at every given moment through politics through people through media through advertisements 
companies in advertisement, companies in social media, the social media companies themselves, all of these things controlling, meticulously controlling, adding to the fact that they're the source of the information that's misinforming everybody. They're the people who pay for the schools that remove the topics that allow you to think in the first place and then give money to the leaders that then control everything you get to do after you were tricked into not knowing how to think about the things that they're doing in the first place so that the companies that they're getting money from in other countries and the very countries that they're manipulating you in can come in and out and do whatever the fuck they want. And again, that's just the tip of how deep this fucking clusterfuck of bullshit goes there's it's so convoluted but being able to learn it from grade school through high school by the time you get to college and you take it it's just inherent knowledge you know it easily the same way these people on top are all easily dealing with it it looks crazy to us i would never want to be president but that only looks crazy because we don't have the level of information it would take for something like that. Because all of that was removed from the sight of the people who could do something with it had they had the information. But you don't, like you said, you don't want an informed citizen because that's a danger. Change is a problem if you're already in power. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, and it goes further, too. It's like you said, it's a cycle. I mean, look at, uh, like, fiefdoms and kingdoms in the medieval times and how you had uh, the aristocracy and ruling class who all had private tutors and boundless amounts of wealth and information. And then you had the peasants. We are we are entering a very similar age, except that we all use uh, like similar smartphones, but we're still fucking peasants. And it's not by virtue of accessibility; it's by virtue of education. And yes. I can't stress that enough to where it's like take take an invested interest in the education of young people, because when you look at what is what currently is going on in the education system, it is a fucking farce. It's an insult, and it is basically the. I don't want to say it's the beginning because this is going on for a long time, Forever. but we are we're entering the death throes of education. Where- Here's the problem. Here's the biggest, the biggest, the biggest problem. We can blame the education, the education system. We want all we want. Like it's it's not. Although it is the fault of the education, it's not at the same time. Like the people in power are going to do whatever they can to sustain the power. It falls into the fact that they've shown us pleasures and we've sacrificed teaching how to learn in exchange for taking those pleasures. They're like, here's a phone and you can Google all the answers. You'll never need to memorize anything so that any day they decide, kill the internet. Now we have control. That easy. Now nobody knows shit. If you teach how to learn then you've bypassed the problem because then all you do is learn all you do is gain information if the interest in learning continues you don't need the fucking internet you'll grab a book of fucking fucking fiction you could read a twilight book and take out a good message if you learn how to learn but people are more interested in going to their Burger King, let's go to Burger King instead of sit here and read a book on how to eat healthy just in case they flick the switch and we got to grow our own food. But that that kind of thing doesn't apply because we can say philosophy and as important as that is and as important as civics is, if you don't know how to learn, knowing how to think doesn't matter because you could process all you want and retain nothing. But if you learn how to learn, the ability to process and retain information 
a, a cell phone killed, for example, memorizing phone numbers. Who the fuck knows a phone number? Nobody. I, I don't. Nobody knows a fucking <laughs> phone number. How fascinating is it that 15 years ago, people knew 30, 40 combination of seven-digit numbers? Yeah. It was like I knew, you know, I knew my dad's number, I knew my mom's number, knew my brother's number, I knew the work number. Uh, All off the top of your head. My best friend Morgan knew his number. Yeah, and, and now I don't know any yeah, of them. Yeah, it's just part of the conditioning, just part of the problem. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, I'm glad you pointed that out because it's you know now that I think about it, education as a system is secondary to the people that control it. It's, yeah. it's secondary to the policymakers. And that's ultimately the the biggest issue. Yeah, because uh, it, it definitely goes people. deeper than all of that. It's all it's always these people. They're gonna and again, it's not even their faults ultimately. They're doing what they know how to do and they've been taught how to do the things they know how to do by the people who came before them, which were people already in power. But the people not in power need to choose to want the power rather than the immediate gratification. They need to choose the struggle. And embark on that path in order to gain the profit. But they want the profit that they're just holding out for us. They're like, you can take the hard road and make it where you want to go. Or you can take this thing I'm dangling right in front of your face that kind of sort of looks like it. And you can have that instead. And you can have it right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just like uh, in the end days of Rome. It's like, uh, you know, Rome is on the brink of destruction. You guys want to go to uh, the arena and watch a bunch of people fight to the death. And it's like, well, you know, there is attack on the free world. Uh, you guys want to hop on lively and watch, watch a guy murder a bunch of people at a mosque? Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, same shit. Same fucking shit. You yeah. are totally right. Same fucking shit. It it's is just, it's, it's, yeah. the, the big distraction. That's all it is. It's the big distraction. And here is... Here's the weird one, and this goes back to that tinfoil hat we're passing back and forth, which is every time one of these events has taken place, fascinating enough, and this is one you can look up, anybody listening, you can look this up, Trump has actually passed some sort of bill in that exact same time. The funniest one was the bill, I don't even know what bill it was, but it was when we were having that, uh, the, the Bruce Jenner thing that everybody just turned in that direction for whatever reason. I think that was during Trump, during, uh, Obama. I'm not entirely sure, but there was a, a, and I fucking saw this like months later and I'm like, what the fuck? This happened in the same like three day period and nobody even addressed it because we were all talking about Bruce Jenner's sex change or some crazy shit like that. It's like every time something grabs our attention, this seriously now i'm not saying it's orchestrated with that intention but i'll go as far as to say that maybe they hold these bills for signing for these moments just think hey so when yeah. when something happens that's the moment we'll do it at the very least it's opportunistic yes at the very least it's opportunistic they're just again it doesn't have to be that they orchestrated this that this guy's doing this in uh assistance to them signing that shit in the first place they're not working together necessarily i'm not saying they're not who the fuck knows what really happens behind closed doors i'm not fucking there but i'm not saying they are working together by any means i'm just saying every time some shit like this happens we find out some of our laws have changed but we weren't looking to know it happened by the time we come yeah. out of these distractions it's just normal life again well, that's I mean that also ties into uh, like the nature of changing a law is like um, if someone reports on it, 
the amount of information to your average information consumer is mind-numbing. They don't want to sit there and read about articles in a law changing yes. and even like the, the wording and the vernacular used to describe the words changing are going into a reading level that they probably don't have or don't want to exercise for too long because it's not fucking text speech in you know a Huffington Post article that I can digest in two paragraphs and I'm really in the know and I'm fucking woke. And it's like, no, you're none of those things. You're uh, just fucking being manipulated. Uh, the, the oldest example of it is uh, the Patriot Act after 9-11. And, you know, uh, we were so fucking frenzied in America after 9-11 that no one realized that uh, a lot of their rights got fucking stripped away in the name of national security. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, did, did, did that, that's birthed the age that we, we're currently in. And when the, the I remember the, the outrage for that was like nine months later. It's like, bro, yeah. you are way too fucking late to say something about this right now. Yeah. And but that's the beauty of it. By the time you are outraged about it, it's it's too late. Yeah, like, it, it, <laughs> it really is. It but is, uh, the, the, you're totally right. They just bury it under this fucking mass of information, and like most of it is garbage. Like ninety nine percent of it is garbage, and maybe there's something interesting here, and fucking like a hundred percent of it is cat videos and all this garbage that goes through. And then they just slide in this one, this one bill, this one fucking article. Maybe they change a single sentence and they pass that. And that's it. That's all that fucking happens. And then it barely gets reported. Nobody looks in that direction. It just makes it through. It slides right through and makes it to the other side. And then you're done watching your fucking cat videos. You're done listening to fucking Bruce Jenner sex change did this and fucking Kanye wore a MAGA hat. Oh my God. And you're on the <laughs> other side and you realize, Oh fuck! We got less right suddenly. I was like, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of like uh, when when nine eleven went down, and uh, you know they were like, all right, well, we're going to pass this bill to increase funding for anti terrorist things. Like this bill does this; it, it's going to increase funding to anti terrorist organizations, which is a polite way of saying we are going to uh, really, really expand the powers of the Department of Homeland Security. And everyone's like, fuck yeah! And they're like, also. We are going to pass measures to for the international countries of the community to pool more money in a global effort to uh, fight terrorism. And we're like, fuck yeah. And then they were like, well, read some more of this shit. And then, by the way, at the very bottom in really small text, uh, we can wiretap your phone with no warrant. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> and everyone's like, like wait. Wait, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Then, That's not even the <laughs> point, bro. Think about uh, <laughs> the situation with – um. What well, was it with Obama? He's like, okay, we're definitely going to take all our troops back. We're going to bring everybody out. Everybody's like, yeah, finally, we're bring our troops home. And okay, we're going to, we're going to make sure everybody's safe. Everybody's coming home. You're going to get to see your families. We're going to leave outposts over there protected, but we're going to train their people and we're going to put them over there. We're bringing our Americans back to America. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And then at Yay. the very end of that same bill, Skynet. And it's like, now there's fucking drones <laughs> dropping on people over there, killing the same exact amount that there were before, except our people aren't dying over there. We brought our troops home. But it's fucking Skynet. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Okay, now we got a robot apocalypse happening in a different country because we were just like, yeah, our troops are coming home. And they just snuck that little drones are okay at the bottom. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I mean, God, when you look at the statistics for drone deaths. It is uh, fucking and, and, 
ridiculous. Nonetheless, the one that bothers me the most is the one that I saw of the guy uh, at his daughter's wedding, and they were like, "I th- we think he's there. And then they dropped the fucking drone on the entire family, and it's like, oh no, I guess he wasn't. Oh, whoops, our bad. Yeah. yeah good, thing this isn't, good thing this isn't American soil. It's fucking crazy, man. And it's, again, just sliding shit, cleaning, to get everybody riled up. I went, yeah, fuck it. We, they send our soldiers over. Fuck Bush. He sent our soldiers over there. Bring them all home. And Obama's going, yeah, we're all going to bring on fucking Skynet happened. And now we yeah, got. Like, By the way, there's no more human rights. And we're all like, wait, what? We didn't hear you. Like, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even repeat it. <laughs> yeah, they put the mic down and, you know, uh, CNN coverage comes up and it's like a porn star just accused someone of paying them for sex. And we're like, whoa, well, well, this is very pressing. I need to know more about this now. Uh, They did just take away our right to free speech. But I'd really like for CNN to tell me about this porn star. I'd, I'd re- I really need to know yes. what Stormy Daniels how did is doing this, right now. How did this happen? This, a porn star got paid for sex. Yeah, what? How, the atrocity. <laughs> it's, uh, but I mean. It, how the a, fuck? Uh, okay, a, we got to stop for a second. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? Why was that news? Bro, bro, you don't even understand. <laughs> I was looking at this baffled as fuck. He paid a porn star for sex. And people are like, how dare he? It's like, are you guys listening to these words, though? She's a porn (laughs) star for sex. Where's the the, shock? The best thing was when they doubled down on it. And uh, they were like, he made her sign a non-disclosure agreement. And I was like, the monster. Yeah, how dare he? <laughs> what the what fuck? monster. Jeez. He paid her not to talk about it. Yeah. How <laughs> dare he sign an agreement between the two of them for the non-disclosure of sex she agreed to because she's a porn star who gets paid for sex. Well, How I mean, dude, that's why like dare she? I, I can't I can't wait to be rich and powerful because you're gonna have to sign non disclosure agreements just to come do drugs with me. Like I, I can't have people talking about the, the crazy shit I do. And I and I completely understand what Trump was doing. I mean, they probably did some wild shit. He doesn't but need like her going fair enough and talking his about his money. Yes, exactly. His money, his private life, that has nothing to do with him being president. Why the fuck are we even talking about it? But not only why are we talking about it, why is that the part we're talking about? If her job, her fucking profession is to take money for... Nevertheless, I would say, I would go as far as to say he is better than her bosses because he didn't put a camera there for all we know. Well, well, I mean, it's it's the age-old, it's money for sex services. Um, if if you want to shame people for doing that, that's your prerogative. But I think you're you're a bit antiquated. But I mean, that's just that's adult shit. That's what adults do. It, it's existed forever. It will always exist. It is the first and profession. They're like shaming shaming people into you know into saying, well, you know, he paid for sex, so obviously this man is not fit to do anything. Um, I mean, it's I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're taking things so out of context. And uh, I mean, that would be like me saying, well, like I, I uh, 
I go to uh, 4chan, so obviously I shouldn't be allowed to uh, talk about anything, or I shouldn't be allowed to uh, have a, a decent job because obviously I'm a fucking terrorist, white supremacist. But it's this weird mentality of the outrage culture because there's so many things that are wrong with that way of thinking, but it's it goes back to what we were talking earlier. It's, it's We were programmed to think this way so that we don't think the right way that could be a danger. If we think well, the, the right thing, way, like, we uh, could be a danger. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, man. I was just going to say, uh, did you see James Gunn uh, just got hired back to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3? No, I had no uh, idea. Yeah, so he got axed because uh, I guess someone got upset at the enormity of his success and went and dug into his Twitter and found things he said, I want to say, eight years ago. Oh my god, yes, I remember that. Yeah, he made some, I guess, untasteful jokes. Well, I mean, he made jokes. They weren't funny. As someone who makes a lot of jokes... Uh, sometimes you make jokes that don't go over well, and uh, it's the nature of comedy. It's no one's fault. Yeah, how – that's – oh, my God. See, that's one thing – that's another thing I have a problem with. How are you going to be mad if it's a joke? Yeah, the guy made the guy made jokes. Um, uh, one of the jokes involved pedophilia, and uh, obviously he is not fit to be a director of a movie. Yep, because those two, those two things successful. clearly line up. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a very good director. And he's ever <laughs> and, uh, since he wrote those tweets, he has directed how many things, and they've all become successful, and then they pull it up, and he's like, he's clearly not fit, but wait, what about all these things after that moment that totally proved he was fit? No, but he wrote the thing, but wait, 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 he was clearly fit, though. He wrote it, yeah. that's not the discussion here, you said he wasn't fit. Yeah, he's not fit, except he generates a crap ton of money doing things you all enjoyed before knowing that happened. Yeah, and it's like, well, looking back, I don't like those movies anymore, and I'm not going to support rape culture. It's like, wow, <laughs> wow. It's a, the and, uh, the, the yeah. dots connecting there doesn't even make sense to me, because I feel you can totally support somebody's art regardless of hating them. Yeah, well, I mean, they're they're, they're separate. Yes, they're, they're all they separate. are not their art. The, the uh, but you know, uh, Disney of course cracked and uh, hired him back after taking him off the project. They fired him, took him off the project, basically disgraced and shamed him. But by money, kind of bending to the Twitter mob. Yeah, but money, uh, bro. The, money speaks louder than everything we can imagine. And money was like, hey, you can put somebody else here and end up with a disaster. But your previous two movies did fucking astounding. Maybe. Yeah money and they were like oh yeah we forgot about that part yeah well no that's exactly what happened and i mean you know not to get off on too much of an aside but i'm i mean disney has been fucking destroying everything it loves so or everything we love i don't know if disney has the capacity to love things but uh you know i mean star wars has been fucking going downhill in a in a big fucking hurry um they were slated to completely destroy guardians of the galaxy by removing the rock star director that brought the vision to life and uh they were like yeah we're we're really fucking up boys and they're like yeah 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 what are we going to do and they're like well let's go back on everything we've done so <laughs> in the same swoop you got them bringing james gunn back after publicly humiliating him and disgracing him by bending to the fucking whims of a twitter mob which jesus they bring him back reinstate him fully and then they're also paying george lucas to come back and help them with the next star wars installment because they just don't know what the fuck they're doing 
So they got to bring all the people back that they either bought it from or disgraced and uh, have them come save their projects. Have them come save the day. Man, this is ridiculous. It's because it's I'm tired of hearing this fucking story where where somebody said some shit, everybody gets angry, people get removed off of the thing, and it's like, okay, now we hate their art. We've always hated their art. But it's like, you're fucking hypocrite. You, you fucking worshipped all... But then there's the giant divide between this where it's like you hate them and you cut it all out or you are ride or die despite any horrible atrocities they might have done and rather than just hey i still like his work fuck him you're like he's fucking innocent unquestionably innocent it's like you're telling me a video of him actually going out there and raping somebody then winking at the camera and saying i enjoy rape isn't enough because you like the cartoon they made that one time. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you kidding me? You're either all the way in this direction or you're either all the way in that direction. But there's no like, fuck him. I like his work, though. There's none of that. That shit has not happened yet. I have not fucking heard that shit once. It is fuck this guy, burn him at the goddamn stake or he's my hero. He's incapable of doing harm. Yeah, the, well, that's like uh, people can't separate people can't separate someone's like professional career from them as a person. They, they can't separate a character they play from who they actually are. You know, that's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. It's fucking weird as hell. I don't even understand what is going on in the mind of the human that gets so emotionally uh, tied to, to a human they've never met. Yes. It's uh well I mean it's more than that it's a human I mean a human they've never talked to I, I, I mean somebody they you know, don't got, connect they they have no connection other than liking the thing they made well they're 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 a third party observer they're outside of the box watching and somehow through I guess like weird psychology we've been conditioned to think because we watch them we truly know them oh my god dude you uh, just threw the word psychology in there and you messed my head up real quick and i just pictured something fascinating which is i brought it up earlier and i don't know why it didn't make sense until right now that you brought it into perspective which is again look at heisenberg and we know he's the bad guy but for the time being he's the main character so we root for him any fucking way and that same weird thing happens in this moment which is yes we are outside the box but the problem is there's a fucking box and there's somebody in the fucking box and that's who we're looking at that's the main character right now yeah well and that's why you know uh, uh there's something humanizing about meeting the people you idolize and that that's also why it can't happen you know that if everyone met the Kardashians, they would mean nothing. And, yeah, and it would be like, wow, these people are really self-absorbed and materialistic. And uh, I really just came here because I wanted to talk to Kanye because I thought he might be fun to talk to. But uh, you guys fucking suck. And uh, I mean, nice house and everything, but you know, I- I'm out of here. Uh, this was a really poor conversation, and I think you are vapid people, undeserving of the love and affection you get from the starving masses. Uh, moreover, there's a wisdom in that it's like these people can't, you know, you can't meet them. We can't humanize them. These are immortal, 
Yeah, they're uh, the gods of our world at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. Like, I saw a tweet the other day where some guy was like, everything I learned about the Kardashians, I've learned against my will. And I was like, it's so fucking That's accurate. fucking funny because that's also my experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything I know is against my will. <laughs> dude, I've never. Wow, dude, that's hardcore because I've never learned a single thing about them by choice. I've never, like, Googled yeah. the Kardashians. Yeah. Did some, I remember I saw something where uh, it was like a an advertisement came on and it was like four television shows, three books. And I was like, Oh, I was like, who are they talking about? And then, you know, Kim Kardashian came on and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah, how many television shows did they have? I was like, God damn it. I've written like four pilots and I can't get shit done. And I was like, she could just make any show she wants. Yeah. Like, her name is, is so marketable, but dude, it's uh, I like a, the weirdest fucking it's, it's, the love for learning got murdered and people know again this 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 one bothers me but there's what 14 fucking seasons of the kardashians and we struggled to just get funded a second season of cosmos to the point that it showed up 20 years later yeah that's, that's bro yeah. that's hardcore in the craziest possible way 14 yeah. seasons of the kardashians and they've only been on the air like eight years or some shit cosmos the educational this is how your universe that you live in every day works you don't ever get to touch you don't even breathe the same air the kardashians breathe but yeah you exist in every inch of what Cosmos is talking about, but 20 years, one season. Yeah. What the fuck, well, dude? Well, it's like, you know, it's also the same thing where, you know, you get into the Cosmos and it's like, this is the most cutting edge, fundamental understanding of all the shit going on right now. This is the best we know and understand it. And th this is the cutting edge of so many disciplines of science and theory that people have died for. And, and it's like, but hold on. There's a guy on YouTube that says the earth is flat. <laughs> we really we, yes. we, we really need to i mean this guy's got something to say i don't give a shit about string theory that this guy thinks the earth is flat and nasa has armed guards at the corners of the fucking oh, bro you just sold it you down because it's like it's like dude we have discovered we're potentially creating we have the hedron collider on and we're recreating the events of the beginning of the universe quite possibly creating <laughs> our own universes within a microscopic impossibly infinitesimally small section but there's a guy with a rocket trying to get to space and it's fucking carbon powered how the fuck it's like dude how 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 is it that the redneck overshadowed the amounts of views that cosmos got out as, as a whole <laughs> a dude in rocket he made in his backyard and he oh, couldn't yeah, gain I, the height of a building shit. in that guy who couldn't gain the height of a building made oh, the waves of the planet rumble. Meanwhile, 20 years later, we got season two.
Well, I mean, it's like, you know, that guy's like building his rocket. And he's like, I'm I'm proved Earth's flat. And then Elon Musk like releases a design for a uh, perpetual motion engine that will take us to the farthest reaches of the fucking yes. galaxy. But <laughs> most people have never heard of even Elon Musk's fucking name. Meanwhile, I'm sure they all know the name of this redneck garbage. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny when you put it in perspective. Where it's like people are really doing amazing and powerful things for the betterment of humanity, but this guy built a rocket in his backyard, and uh, we're, we'll go ahead. We like the most primitive, imaginable <laughs> yeah. rocket technology to man, bro. Yeah, Fuck! It was like it was a rocket real. car, basically. He just made a rocket car and aimed it at the sky. Yeah. And hope for the best. Yeah. And he didn't even get that high up. And he's like, I guess I got to work harder. I guess you do. I guess you got to work maybe a little (laughs) bit harder. I was like, maybe you're just not a rocket scientist. (laughs) Exactly, bro. Uh, (laughs) I hate to be a dick about it, but uh, I don't don't think you cut out for this. I was like, maybe you should try to intern somewhere for a little bit. I mean, look, look, dude, (laughs) what blows my mind the furthest what blows my mind the furthest on top of all this stuff is, what does he think he used to make the rocket if science is fucking wrong? What what does he think he discovered and then applied to the rocket? I want to okay. just sit down and have that discussion. I want him on the show. I want to find him and I want to <laughs> sit him down and be like, dude. What did you use? Science is wrong. Great. We agree. Now, what is it that you use? Guide me through the step and what would you call it? Well, I mean, it's like when you get into the mathematics and uh, like projection, orbiting, uh, the pull of gravity, uh, inertia, friction, you get into all these like huge and I am very poor at math and physics, but I know that when you are launching something into fucking orbit, a lot of hard science and hard math comes into play. What's funny is that all of this hard math and hard science is predicated on the assumption that the fucking Earth is round. Yes. Oh, my (laughs) God. Just him getting that rocket (laughs) off of the ground tells us he had to use Earth is round math to do it. Yes, like uh, that's like those that one thing uh, I loved. But I mean, it's all a money grab. Tinfoil hat. It's all a fucking money grab. It is it's to keep people dumb and make money. But it was like, uh, what was the guy? I, I think it was the rapper Bob Bob. Yeah, was talking about la- launching a satellite to prove the Earth is flat, dude. And I was like, everybody around the globe is learning that the Earth is flat. That's that sums up the entire thing. Everybody around the globe is learning that the Earth is flat. It's like it's like to launch a satellite, you have to assume the Earth is round. That's the only way a satellite would fucking even work. That, that's that's the only way. And uh, but but I mean, but then you look at the uh, mechanisms in place to launch the satellite. He was crowdfunding it. Oh, well, that's neat. That's a polite way of saying I'm just going to raise money off of people. Yep. It's uh, you know, like crowdfunding is one of the. Uh, I mean, it was an amazing idea, and it's done a lot of great things. But then you have these pariah that come in and just exploit the ignorance of people to further enrich themselves. 
Oh and, my uh, god. Five days into the crowdfunded campaign, B.O.B. had raised about 1700 on top of his initial $1,000 contribution. So he five days fucking in, all he made was $1,700. That's how interested people were in this. Oh, thank God. I, I was I was getting ready for you to be like, he raised $30 million. And, uh, that would blow uh, my I, mind, because there should already be a rocket up there proving that it's flat. And first of all, what like you, you got a satellite into orbit, dude. The Earth is flat. Please resolve these two ideas for me, because uh, well, I don't that's, get it. I mean, you know, that's the thing about flat Earth is uh, any amount of evidence you give them is, is never enough. Uh, and, it, and it'll it'll boil down into some really desperate conspiracy where you have uh, that astronaut posted a picture of like the Earth's horizon, and uh, they were showing, like, like the sun coming up. Yes, I remember that. And they were saying that the fucking glass on the uh, the ship itself was warping the angle so that it would look like it was curved instead of a straight horizon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, it's just mind games. It's just gymnastics. It is. It's and, totally uh, just ridiculous and, bullshit. I mean, I, I've done the same thing before when I got lost in some of my conspiracy rabbit holes where, like, nothing, no amount of uh, explanation, I would just find a way to kind of warp my own perspective around it. But then, you know, you sit back and think about it and kind of let it go for a little bit revisit it and you realize oh i was just being unreasonable and it wasn't it wasn't this way and thank god i learned a valuable lesson and was able to better myself and grow wiser that's but, the know. mission we should all be on we should all be on <laughs> yeah. it's it's just it hurts my brain at this point some of the dumb shit that happens right now i'm looking at this this is 18 months of this campaign going and he's not even hit seven thousand dollars yet the goal is one million Thank God. But, you know, maybe that's uh, maybe that's another kind of weird issue where we start thinking that flat Earth is a bigger thing than it actually is. Because Just it's a- not. Here's the what you just said sells it because of one simple thing. And it's they're just people being loud. But the majority yeah. of people are like, that's a fucking idiot. Just because they're not screaming it too doesn't mean that they believe the person. It's just everybody who knows it's fucking round is like, they're idiots, and I have no reason to even address it. Yeah. And that's what's happening. The dumb minority is loud as fuck, while the knowing majority is just like, whatever. Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's a weird there's a weird disconnection there. And uh, I mean, I experience it all the time. I, I very rarely interact with people on social media about serious things because i just i just like see it and i'm and i just immediately look away like i can't i was like i can't spend time looking at this right now because this shit i'm looking at is so stupid that um honestly i was like there's nothing i can do here you know it's like when you uh like when you see someone post a satirical article and they don't realize that they just got got yeah they post a satirical article and they're like this is awful yeah they swear that's the real because nobody checks nobody this is my point this is what i said earlier you read the headline and you're like holy shit sometimes you click into the article and there's not even a fucking article in there it's just a bunch of gibberish (laughs) leading off to nothing because it just fades out at the end without a conclusion 
It's just like, yeah. how you wouldn't believe the horrible thing this woman did in church. You know, like that woman's evil. A picture of a random lady that had nothing to do with anything, just some fucking <laughs> picture they stole online. You're like, how dare this bitch do this in church? Oh my God, so horrible. And then you pass around. This lady is horrible. Look at what she did in church. And then if you were to just go into the article, it's just clickbait for sure. It's like this lady from this place and she was hanging out doing this and she went to this church and then, okay. Well, yeah, what happened, though? It's like, nothing. Just this lady, she went to that church. But you didn't get that far. You read the how dare she church part, and it's good enough. Share it. I go to church. That makes sense to me. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, dude, it's it's unreal. But, I mean, all of the, everything we're talking about is related. They're all symptoms of a similar problem, or, or they're all symptoms of the same problem, which is this kind of evolution of consciousness that is – not going well in my opinion i mean it's hard to say but objectively i i would make the assertion that social media for all of the power it contains for all of the good it can do we are using it to stratify ourselves about things that don't matter in spite of the glaring reality around us all the time i agree and and i disagree because I think that although we're focusing on the wrong things at all times and raging on each other at all times, it's only because of the fact that this didn't exist that long ago. We still got the training wheels on and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. This is the first time we all get to share our opinion at all times and it could be heard by anybody all the fucking time. The first time ever in all of human history that we get to all have an opinion and everybody can hear our opinion so we don't know what the fuck we're doing give or take a couple of decades this shit will be summed up because we've had it long enough to be like okay maybe these roles need to be put in place and maybe these freedoms should be allowed and whatever but we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're just kind of winging it but it doesn't necessarily mean we're doing anything wrong it's like imagine guns didn't exist till yesterday and suddenly, yeah. anybody who has a gun today, minus the people who don't have a gun today, got a gun for the first time. Yeah. A lot of people are getting shot. A lot, a, a lot of people are getting shot. It's going to look horrible. But it doesn't mean <laughs> that we're a whole bunch of horrible people. They still have exactly the same principles they had before. They just happen to have a gun they don't know how to fuck to use now. That's the only yeah. fucking difference. That's the same shit that's going on. It looks crazy because we can see it all. This is the first time we can see everybody with the toy. That's the problem. Yeah, you're Yeah, you're right. Perspective is very important. And uh you know, that I guess that's I guess that's something I didn't take into consideration is that rel- like relative this is brand new technology. When you look at how slow in the past everything's moved and how fast we're moving now as far as interconnectivity and the availability and proliferation of communication and entertainment and even money. It's like money, information, and communication have all merged yeah. into each other, and we're just now experiencing that. Uh, and it's brand new. Yeah, it's scary as fuck, but it's no different. All we got to really look at, because again, we're not the bad people. It's the weird power dynamic, because I don't even think, again, the people at the top aren't bad people. They're just doing what they were taught by the people who taught it to them. 
And those people were taught by the people before them, and if we follow that far enough, it just leads to kings and queens scared to lose their power, but we need to keep the kingdom stable, and the peasants are the ones who do that, but we need our power to do it. So on and so forth. Like, nobody's bad. Everybody's just doing the only things they know to survive, and that, sadly, propels a weird sort of power dynamic that we feel we need in order to make it. But realistically, if we didn't have these power dynamics, it would all dissolve, and we would all fucking starve and die. That's kind of what it is. Let's just quick example the fucking wall okay have perfect freedom everybody's allowed in the country okay then we run out of resources okay put the wall up and let fucking everybody in okay then we can't progress the fucking country because everybody stabilizes we're all middle class and nobody wants to do the bottom great jobs regardless it's bad the back and forth that we have infinitely going on is the only reason anything fucking ever happens If we didn't have the back and forth, we would be in a weird, stagnant, static position, and nothing would ever change. Science would never advance. Our minds would never open. But I would argue that the 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 rage, the outrage culture that's happening right now is a good thing because it proves at least the conversation has begun. Yeah. Even if it's... uh... I mean, even if the conversation gets lost in a lot of ways, at least it started. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's that's very interesting. I'm gonna have to think about that to put that in the the perspective of my current social theory, because I think I think sometimes I get a bit jaded and pessimistic and kind of asinine. Uh, some of it has to do with I just recently got on Twitter because I'm slow to change and uh, stubborn. Don't worry. But, uh, you can definitely survive Twitter if you come from 4chan, bro. <laughs> it's, it's weird that uh, 4chan almost feels easier <laughs> than, <laughs> than Twitter. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've I've got some things going on uh, with my podcast. I'm I'm currently infiltrating YA Twitter, which is the young adult fiction Twitter. Yeah. And uh, oh my God in heaven, it was uh, it was actually hurting hurting me to be on there. And then uh, I got onto podcast Twitter, and wow, I really like it. <laughs> like everyone in the podcast uh, Twitter universe is really neat, really interesting. Like everyone makes jokes and has a good time. It's uh, it's really nice to see. It's very refreshing from uh, the, the echo uh, chamber. Yeah, yeah. the The podcast Twitter seems to be the kindest community I've ever seen. Period. Same. I, I I'm very new to it. I will say I'm very new to it. Um, but everyone I interact with, uh, especially the people that run their podcasts, you know, yourself included, are very polite, like very nice and honestly support their community. Yeah, yeah. You see where, a, a real kind of uh, we stick by each other. Yeah, there you go. Camaraderie. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a camaraderie. And, uh, and, you know, it's like even if you come across something you don't like. It, it's like you don't hop on a platform to attack them. Yeah, you just ignore you know? it. It's done the right way. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I don't support it, so okay, I'll leave it alone. Well, then you know, um, I had a like I've had some people give me constructive criticism, and you know, I've listened to uh like the up and coming podcasts. I, I've listened to a few of them and sent them messages talking about like their mic etiquette and a couple of things they should do differently, uh, especially in relation to like their volume and post production and stuff like that. And no one has gotten pissed off uh, where it's like if you go on like other aspects and you tell someone, hey, you need to work on this particular style 
of your art form because I think you can do it better. But like, fuck you, dude. You don't tell me how to do my shit. Like, I am the master of my shit. It was like, you're just a fucking hater on the outside looking in. Whereas in, in podcast Twitter, you know, I sent this guy, I said, hey, your volume levels are too low. And uh, you, you really need to beef those up either through your mic etiquette or through uh, post-production and amplifying it. I was like, this will really help your listeners because no one wants to hear um, a podcast where the voices are too low. It's like it's really annoying, and that's how you lose listeners really quickly. And they're like, wow, thanks, man. You know, We didn't really notice that. Uh, I really appreciate it. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And uh, yeah. But I, I sincerely expected them to message – to either ignore me or message me back and say, who fucking cares, dude? Like, you know, fuck yourself. And uh, Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's, uh, that's the other 99% of Twitter. That's yeah. <laughs> that's everywhere else you're talking about right there. Yeah. It, it, uh, so, you know, big ups big ups to the podcast Twitter community. Almost everything I've seen I love. Like, I, everyone I interact with on there is uh, just really cool. And uh, it's a very refreshing from the other parts of Twitter that I inhabit, where it's it's the complete opposite. But again, dude, a... I feel like you should totally be able to survive those areas, because I myself am uh, long ago, back in the beginning days, maybe 15 years ago, I was a, a 4chan dweller myself. And it's like, if you can survive 4chan, dude, when you, when you get on Twitter, it's like the weekend of that. True. Well, uh, I guess in my case, it's because... I'm infiltrating YA Twitter. I'm pretending to be one of them. And that's why uh, it's like where the acting stops and I begin. There's some conflict because I'll see things and like my mouth will water and my hands will move towards the keyboard. And I'm like, ooh, I'm about to get them. And I'm like, wait, I can't say mean things on here. I was like, I just have to tell them how brave they are and that everything they're doing is great. And that no one will ever disagree with them oh, or think that you they should, should improve. You should just their go crap. in because they are being sharks against everything else they see. Oh my god! Yeah, they will. There's no contrary. You cannot be contrary to them. That's that's uh, the first mistake I made. We we cover this in the podcast where I lost a Twitter account because my first try of uh, infiltrating YA Twitter, I accidentally digressed and said something against the grain and was immediately drugged for it. And I was found out as being a faker. And it was like one, it was just one crucial slip. And, uh, and like I lost followers and it, it was just like, uh, I committed political suicide on my fake Twitter account. So I had to remake it. Hey, that's how it and, works, uh, dude. Twitter's a weird dance, especially if you're going in there trolling for targets. That's a, uh, there's an interesting oh, yeah. diet, especially because there's a the, like the divide exists much louder there. So you got to like yes. tread carefully, whichever. And the, uh, sometimes it's not clear what side you're treading on. And that's the weird like some of a lot of people just, you know, put their banners up mega and fucking this and fucking that. But sometimes you stumble into a little region and you're like, I don't know if this falls here if this falls there, and if you're looking for a specific kind of behavior, you might not even find it, so you don't know where to kind of attack first. And uh, yeah. it's uh, easy to fall into weird booby traps set by their own ignorance. They don't even know it exists, and it just looks like a clever setup, but it's just their own ignorance guiding them through it. Well, it's also very, uh, I, keep, I hate keeping using this word, it's very echo chambery. 
Like uh, they sequester themselves intentionally into uh, these rooms where there will be no disagreement yeah. and no deviation we from the all accepted think narrative. The same, and if we don't, we will eat that one. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We'll fucking drag you, and uh, and you know that that was like a there was a really great instance where there was this guy. Um, I call him Kosovo Johnson. His name's Kosoko Jackson. I believe is his name. Uh, it was a young adult fiction author, and uh, I got to see him drug real time, burned at the stake in YA Twitter. And uh, you know, I'm there with my 200 followers, and this guy's got like 30,000 followers, and he's being uh, eviscerated by pillars of the young adult fiction community that are all just really assholes to begin with. And uh, I got to see this man burned at the stake. Because he was accused of being insensitive to um, genocide and all these different things because he wrote, I guess, a risque young adult uh, fiction novel that the main villain in the book was actually a Muslim because it was set in a region uh, that is predominantly Muslim. And uh, for this reason, he is an Islamophobe. And yeah, they burned him at the fucking stake. And this is now this was what's really weird. He had a book deal in place. His books were printed. He was getting ready to publish them. And he pulled it. He he axed his own fucking Why book deal. Why the fuck would he do that? Because I, I don't know. Like th- now this is what I was trying to think. I don't know why he did it. I can't help but think it was either he feels like it is more important to save face on Twitter as like, as it pertains to the future of his career, than it is to go ahead and go through with it to the dismay of Twitter. The thing is no one wins because he issued this long apology. I got to see it in real time. It was fucking beautiful. I felt sorry for him at first, but but look, he caved. Fuck him. He caved. Fuck him, dude. He caved. And that makes him not only did he cave, but uh, there was another instance of this with, um, a lady, I forgot, her name was something Zhao, and she published a book called Blood Air. Same shit happened, but he was on the dragging end. He destroyed this woman. Now, this is really big because I know he didn't get these numbers. The Zhao woman that wrote Blood Air got a $500,000 book deal from Random House Penguin. Unheard of for a first time publisher. Like, it was a huge deal. And she destroyed her own deal too because she was accused of being racist because a fictional character in her fantasy world that involves uh, you know, feudalistic vampire societies, uh, one of the characters had bronze skin and was in the slave cast. So uh, she's racist, and therefore she had to kill her book deal. She, she threw away a $500,000 book deal. Bro, um, because if this is how this works – I advise nobody to read my first book because the <laughs> the idea in there is that whatever caused the zombie apocalypse somehow almost favored all the colored people and just fucking happened to leave. The main character is consciously aware that there are no black people in his story. And he addresses <laughs> that directly. Like, where the fuck is... And then the one black guy he does meet gets fucking murdered as soon as we meet him. Because we're addressing the fact that where the fuck did the black people go? 
<laughs> so if Twitter has well, a problem with that, you guys should hey have a frenzy, people. Enjoy. Oh yeah, oh they'll they'll roast the shit out of you, man. But see, but like this is all going this is all going into my master plan. Uh, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this. I just gotta keep I just gotta keep uh, telling people how brave they are so they follow me, and because uh, that, that's the easiest way to uh, get followers. Oh my god, yes. Twitter. Oh no, I fi- I cracked just, it, dude. All you gotta do is share their stuff. Just share their yeah, stuff, sh- and you're you're their biggest fan. Yeah, you share their stuff, and then you tell them how brave they are, and then when they post uh, excerpts from their really poorly crafted books, you tell them how good it is. And uh, yeah, and it's great. I I think I just cracked like uh, four hundred followers. Oh, uh, dude, the on day. the uh, on the uh, Twitter for the Writers Club, we just crossed into a thousand, was it? We just crossed into the thousands, just fucking uh, sharing their stuff, giving them a little heart, and then occasionally thumbs upping the, the most one sided ones. You just put a little thumbs up, like you totally. You don't have to right shit else there doesn't need to be a single anything just put a image of a thumbs up i'm talking ya twitter thumbs up nothing more bro and just keep it moving them and yeah. everyone they've ever known in their lives is gonna follow you oh uh, well i mean that's the plan uh i'm gonna try and get them to burn me at the stake that's that's the ultimate realization of my plan i want to get them to burn me at the stake over a fake book made by a fake author and then maybe i can get them all to reflect on the uh idiocy of their little culture i want them to do exactly the same thing to me because i didn't know they were roasting anybody and then i'm totally not gonna cave and just wait for them to buy the book to then negatively review the book but i already have your money so <laughs> jokes good on jo- you. yeah jokes on you thanks buddy <laughs> fantastic oh yeah I'm, uh, once we once we finish up i gotta dm you and get that book from you man oh, yes no i don't recommend read. getting it for, i don't recommend getting it yeah you should get the third one that's coming out because i'm doing revisions on the old stuff you know when you write and you learn new tricks you're like oh yeah, wow absolutely. my past shit is garbage <laughs> well i mean that's that's the constant thing you're you're not you're not a decent writer if you don't uh finish writing something and immediately look at it and, and feel the urge to just throw it away yeah shred dude, it. for sure no but i'm telling you like the first stuff is so garbage dude and i i know that's gonna happen forever but i really do just want to go do an edit and like redo this i i want to go yeah. in with all the new skills i've learned <laughs> and I do want to accent even further how racist the book is meant to be. Like, it's not racist. It's just a world where, for whatever reason, because I'm making commentary on the fact that a lot of these zombie stories, for whatever reason, just have an entire cast of white people. And nobody ever addresses it. My main character is like, where <laughs> the very good fuck point. are the colored people? And that's pretty much all I do. He just addresses that. I don't, like, focus on it or anything. And then eventually I do show a black guy. And then I kill him. And that's totally fine, too, because it's fucking character in a world that doesn't fucking exist. People need to get over shit. And yeah, that's really weird, too, when you look at um the policing of fantasy. And, you know, and I, I know this is a loose connection, but the, this again ties into kind of like um the weird kind of cultural Marxist assault on free speech where where it's like, you know, the government doesn't have to tell us, you know, there doesn't have to be laws in place to tell me I can't do these things with my fantasy universe. It's, uh, you know, the people can just tell me that this isn't allowed. Yeah. And, you know, and then they, and then they can uh, drag me through the court of public opinion 
and try to uh, eviscerate me through whatever means are capable to them. It's like at the end of the day, what's more powerful, um, you know, a government censoring someone or people censoring themselves? That, and that's uh, that's kind of what you see all the time. I mean, that was the trap, bro. That was totally 100% the trap. They tricked us so they don't have to do it to us. Yeah. They're saving their time. You can't, yeah. And that's like when you see people like, for instance, the blood air chick, um, when they just went after her for all of these different reasons. And it's a fantasy world with vampires. It's like there's such a disconnection there. You get, you got to understand, oh, oh. you're just motivating me to just do the most. Ah, man, bro, you're aiming you me in such to... a dark direction right now. My next book is just going to be like a slave trade book. It's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, do it. Oh, it'll get traction. I don't know if it's going to be good traction. <laughs> I was like, but, hey, but bro, it'll, it'll get traction. look, if we've learned anything through this episode, it's the fact that if we push the envelope, people look our way. Watch it bend. Fuck yeah. man, it always comes. It comes back to that tool song. What? Push the envelope. Watch it bend. I'm about like, to blow your mind, and then we do some plugs. But I've never heard a single fucking tool song in my entire life. Uh you're not. I mean, well, well, the early stuff was really good. I'm not gonna get here and fucking stroke off tool, but uh, there's a few songs I really. Bro, like they have that. an entire cult. They have. There's an a cult of people oh, blood hungry. For anybody who's like, Tool sucks. Well, guess what? I've never fucking heard them. They probably suck. I don't fucking know. Anyways, dude, <laughs> plug all your shit where we can find you, what you're doing right. in life, and uh, we'll get the fuck out of here. I appreciate it, man. Uh, so I'm uh, Blake Weatherly. I'm one-third of my podcast, uh, Tap Snaps. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play. I'm on Twitter making jokes. My other boys don't get on Twitter. It's just me on there making jokes and posting funny pictures. Um our podcast is just comedy based, which is really refreshing, and I appreciate being on the show because um, I can't talk about shit like this on my podcast. Um, just because, and that's why I like your podcast. It's always just heady shit and talking about all kinds of great things, and uh, I think there should be more of them like that. And uh, but we, we're a comedy podcast. Uh, we have a couple of different things. We do a lot of comedy on current events and uh, dumb shit, and then uh, we have the Imaginarium which is uh, where we do hypotheticals and random nonsense, funny stuff, uh, which is my forte. I'm the host of that, and I, I absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, you can check us out on uh, Google Play, iTunes. I'm probably going to be getting us a Stitcher soon because I guess I'm the uh, the moderator of the social medias, as it were. But um, yeah, and uh, Jack, I really appreciate you having me on, man, and let me uh, plug my cast for sure, man, and come back, dude. I, this was a fucking phenomenal discussion, and uh, I definitely want to have you back kind of shoot the shit on a couple of topics. This is just yes, sir. the tip of the iceberg, bro. Yeah, dude, I I mean, I will put my tin full hat on and make it to where I can never work again if you want to do that. Dude, but, I will uh, <laughs> go down any rabbit hole you offer. That is my shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed talking with you. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, fucking uh, hit me up as soon as you get off of this shit, and we'll have more conversations. But thanks Ooh. for being on the show, bro. And uh, I'm going to invite you back in the future, and we're going to have some crazy discussions, spiral down some holes, see if we can enrage some people. That'd be fantastic. Get some get some hate in our direction. That's always pleasant. Oh, yeah, dude. I love being hated. That's just great. For sure, dude. <laughs> you should listen. There's a For anybody who's new to this podcast, there's an episode called The Rape. Go enjoy that. <laughs>
Uh, push the envelope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just full disclosure, I stand on the opposite side of me too for that one. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here, bro. Appreciate you very much. Thank you, Jack. Take it easy, man. Yeah, same to you, broski. Oh my god, dodge that! Man. What exactly did I dodge? The laser. Or was the person listening supposed to dodge? Oh no. They might be dead. I was telling everybody to dodge that laser that shot out of the speakers. There's what? probably a bunch of dead bodies around the country right now. Sorry? I don't know. So- Who I mean, that? it's whatever. Is that you? Did you? I don't know where it came from. I just saw it like heat up, and then I was like, well, that's probably going to shoot a laser. And then I dodged, and here I am, and there's a bunch of people dead now. Yeah. That's how it goes. Man. America. 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 Yeah, that's what this episode was about. It was, except it wasn't in America. It was in America. It was about Western society, though, for sure. Mm-hmm. The corrupt Western establishment. How scary and lifeless we are. We're so soulless. That's what's happening. That's definitely what's happening. We're becoming this weird sort of zombie. Like I said at the beginning, before we went into the conversation, it's Black Mirror. It is. It's so Black Mirror. The children watching. They're going to become they're monsters. They're already monsters. Yes, they're they monsters. They watched it without, like, not even, like, it didn't phase them. They were like, whatever, this is a, just a regular episode of whatever. I don't That's know. That's how conditioned like, we are. It's just fucking normal. It's just normal. To it's watch just someone normal. just brutally murder people. A fuck ton of people. A fuck ton of people. Somebody fucking massacre. A fuck ton of people. That's just average. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hardcore. That is crazy. Crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. What the fuck can we do about it? It just is what it is. It's already happened. Now, what's fascinating is and this is fucked up before we were when we were originally having this conversation we didn't know this but after we looked into it this man is in fact defending himself in court he fired his lawyer to defend himself in freaking court this tells me so much more that it is a three-part deal there is but it's gonna be more crazy though if they actually record it too and we get to watch that that's gonna happen like that would be his part of his goal right yes not just defending himself but having the audience yes it's definitely gonna happen this is already like og and og like og OG. no it's already like oj it's already like oj and casey anthony they were on tv all the time i didn't get to see the oj one because we were too fucking young but for casey anthony that was fucking annoying that was everywhere that was all the time. That was the longest case ever, I felt like. Yeah, that shit took months or something. Yeah. Maybe it didn't, but it felt that long. It felt that long, yeah. And uh, it was fucking nuts. And then she still got off. And I think something like that could definitely happen. But how? I don't fucking know. Like, the thing who's is, he going to blame? Like, he's going to be like, I didn't do it. I don't know. But it is a three-part act. That's been proven by what we're seeing here. Because the first part, again, was the act itself. Then we got the manifesto. And now he has an instant in which cameras are going to be on him. He's going to be in a courtroom surrounded by people who are going to prevent harm from falling on him. And he's just going to have a moment to say something at some point. But, the, oh. the beginning, when they're like, what are your opening comments? 
He can say whatever. Folor open to him. Yep, whatever what? he wants. He's going to complete the three-part act when he, he, that he happens. He can say total gibberish, but that's what he wants. Like, yes. Giving the him- question is, here's the thing. When, he, uh, when I was reading about his lawyer uh, being fired, it was saying that the man seemed completely lucid. He wasn't even pretending to have something wrong. He was just very, I am not crazy about it. So he's not going to be like... He's not going to be trying to aim for an insanity plea or anything of that nature. Which, again, it goes back to this, tells me it's a three-part act and when this moment arrives. But would they think he's crazy, though? He's like, if he does talk about the things we know, like what his manifest was, like just a bunch of online-related stuff. I don't think he's going to talk about the things he's already said. But if he talks like similar to that, like it just it doesn't make sense to them but it makes sense to the people watching because of like if it was online talk would they think he's crazy because they don't know the people watching him would they get it i don't know i don't know who the message is for i don't think anybody caught the original messages to start with or if somebody did it's nobody who's publicized it the messages might be aimed at somebody who's either somewhere they have difficulty reaching it or uh, somebody who is deciphering a certain, maybe a certain group of people are receiving it. Maybe only, maybe it's one of those kind of, uh, you know, that online tests where there is, uh, what is it? They'll, there's a bunch of random videos on like YouTube or something. And they just static. And then people are like, what the fuck's going on? And then a couple of people do sit there and they go through it and they discover a message in it. And then yeah. that message leads to like a website, and then so the website weird... solves something, and then it turns out that there was a weird recruitment process for something. Whoa, this is a weird puzzle he's just giving us. It could totally be something like that that maybe most people will never get, and maybe it could take mad years. It could take fifty years. It could happen in a year. It could happen a couple of weeks after he gives the final clue or whatever he's doing. And uh, it could lead to a bigger puzzle being solved. Again, it could be one of those things like what well, was a butterfly test or something that on the website it was just a butterfly encoded with numbers, and then nobody knew what the fuck it meant. They thought it was like a that troll, leads to treasure or something, something like that. And then, well, they solved the thing, and there was just a message left behind on the website that thank you or the the people who whatever have been recruited, and mm-hmm. the rest of you better luck next time or whatever. Like that could totally be happening right now. I'm not saying it is, but I'm not saying it's not. Like, we don't know what's happening right now. And this is a really weird instance in which we have a person who has a front center stage, a bunch of eyes looking on him, and the ability to say whatever whatever the fuck he wants after having done it twice already. So crazy. Like, are they really... They're not going to let him... I mean, they can't not not... Can they? I mean, didn't they stop Manson from doing it? What, Charles Manson? Yeah. From defending himself? Yeah. I think so, yeah. So they could totally do that to him. Can't they? Charles but Manson they was in the United him. States. Oh. This man is not. We don't know how their political system works. That's true. Oh, no. Yeah, this could some whole other shit. Their legal system, their political system, and their social structure could demand very different things. But if in the process of whatever's going on, this man confronts the case with, I want the death penalty. They are fucked. Because they can't, if that's already where they were aiming to go, yeah, they can't give it to him. Because now you're rewarding him. Especially if he says, like, I want the death penalty, and he follows it up with, I don't want to live for what I did. 
I'm just glad I did it. Oh or something gosh. along those lines. That is so crazy. What do you do? If you kill him, you turn the country against you. Because but you rewarded you him. But if you don't, you can turn the other part of people who were like fucking kill him anyways. Yeah, the families of those people will want the death yep. penalty. They won't care. So what happens then? In that moment, he wins. That's checkmate. That's super checkmate. That's the But he lives in prison forever. Like, is that... He lives. He lives. He wins. He wins either way. That's such a sucky life. That's the goal. I don't know if the goal is the life. I think the goal goal is is the message. Yeah. The rest of it is just circumstance. Yeah. But so it doesn't really matter if he dies. He doesn't care. Yeah, I think it doesn't matter. I think... It's just to confuse everyone. After he says something like that, he's mm-hmm. already won. It doesn't matter which one of the two scenarios plays out, he won. So yeah. long as he says, give me the death penalty, I don't want to live with what I did, but I'm glad I did it. You can't kill him because you turned the country against you. You can't not kill him because you turned the country against you. Then what? Then what? Then what? That is such... Oh my god. This has the potential to collapse an entire country. country. What? over like just random rambles random nonsense some fucking guy did so crazy yeah it's fucking the whole situation everything that he wrote about and the things he said and the things he did with his gun it's like so ridiculous it was totally aimed at children He's making a child army. He is. And if he lives and dies in prison, maybe he doesn't even die in prison. Maybe he just lives in prison until these kids get older and they brainwash by the set of ideals and They'll then free him later. Him. They'll f- yeah, they're going to visit him at first. He's going to have a bunch of groupie girls. They'll m- oh my and gosh. then eventually he these same get people letters, get into right? power. Yeah. Eventually these people get into power. Eventually these people get into the prisons. Eventually these people free this man. No. What? And then he could just lead an army of this corrupt, crazy shit. This children army. It's not going to be kids at that well, point. No, yeah. It could true. be 20 years and those kids yeah. are just, they were 12 now, now they're in their 30s. Mm-hmm. They got into the system, they f- help them break out and they're just like, all right, we are the space monkeys. Guide us, Tyler. That would be so crazy if that's what he's planning yeah that's fucking nuts isn't and if it? we predict it that's crazier but no uh, can you imagine we're over here talking about it and that's totally what happens we are fortune tellers yeah that's that's what it's at at this point but not some fucked up shit i don't know how that's gonna play out or what could be done but it looks like it's just a bunch of shit hitting the fan yes yes it does and i don't know what the fuck we're gonna do about it I know. Well, there's nothing we can do about it. Just I mean, watch. as a as a planet, I don't know as a planet what's gonna be done because they already have a you know a political yeah, structure. They can't record that if they record it, everyone's gonna be watching. Like the world is probably gonna be watching because yeah. it's just too odd. It's a weird thing that's not gonna happen again. Or I don't even know. I don't know. But the people who are interested in what he has to say are going to be watching, at least. That's the most fucked part of that. Because the kids who he's already caught by, one, being the main character of the story they were watching, two, being in the most adrenaline-filled rush they've ever had. He's the center stage of that. They're already rooting for the man. He already related to them. He showed them things they can associate with, they're familiar with. And then he went and he did something crazy that they all think is cool anyways, because games like fucking Call of Duty have you going into a fucking 
airport and mowing down a bunch of people. Oh, he did it for real. He's living the dream. Oh, my gosh. And then we end up with what we have here. It is a sort of crazy black mirror reality, and that's as intense as it gets. We thought rape day was pushing the envelope, and then this guy's like, that guy's a pussy. This is how you push it. What and was here that? we are. Rape, rape day? day? That's the crazy violent rape game on Steam. Oh, he beat that game. He beat that <laughs> game by miles. Yeah. But that's what it is, man. That's how, yes. Oh my gosh, people. If you thought this episode was crazy, let us know. Talk to us about it. Yes. What do you guys think? Yeah, any conspiracies? Yeah, tell us what you think. Like it's already such a crazy thing. Go look it up. Don't look it up. Don't watch the do video. Do all of it. Do all of it. Just look at it. Do it all. It's better to be informed than to be ignorant. It's just look it all up. Look it all up. If you're a minor, you know, have an adult by you. I mean, why the fuck are you listening to this anyways? But if you're... <laughs> why the fuck are you listening to this show? But if you're a minor somehow, for whatever reason, listening to this show, let's say you're 14, 15, younger, get a, get an adult. Don't hide from the fact, but just have them walk you through the thing. If you must see it, do it with, like, an adult and try to... Be open-minded and process information. Don't just uh, think that uh, just because somebody's relating, they are good. That is not the case. Anyways, uh, you can find Blake at uh, the Tap Snaps Snaps podcast. Tap Snaps. Yeah, Tap Snaps podcast. You can find that on iTunes, presumably Stitcher, Google, whatever. Look for the podcast. Type it in Google and you probably pop up places. It will show you all the places. Yeah, you can... uh, you find that on Instagram, TapSnaps on Instagram, on Twitter. You can find all that good stuff. It's on Twitter? Yeah. It's on Instagram? Yeah, he's on Instagram now, too. Oh, okay. And go listen to that podcast. They are phenomenal over there. Thank you to Blake for showing up and representing his show and uh, supporting podcasters all around the world. Yep. Let him know that his husband says hi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love you very much, Blake. And I'll see you when I go home, honey. And, uh, yeah, so, um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Just Convo Pod. And you can find us at GreatThoughts.info, iTunes, and Stitcher. Yes. And yes, and all of those other places. Podbean and you Google can also Play. Just Google the podcast. Yeah, Google us too. You'll find us that way. Well, we're yep. everywhere. Follow us everywhere. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review this show. Leave us comments. Leave us a lot of comments tell us what you think about this crazy shit leave us conspiracies well if you leave us conspiracy theories about this in the comments we're gonna talk about that because this is amazing this is the craziest thing i've ever heard and any information that we didn't don't tell us something we already just talked about i want new speculation if you can come up with that please drop some comments and we're gonna grab those and we will have a follow-up episode just to discuss what is going on and maybe have a couple of updates. This is already going to take over the world. It's going to definitely be like Casey Anthony. And we just, we need to talk about this and find out what happens to the state of the planet. And uh, yeah, this yeah, has so, been. Th- oh, yeah. And also take nothing personal. Because I don't know how you guys felt about this episode. But yeah, yeah take nothing there were a personal. couple of uh, things they might perceive as offensive. But, yeah. you know, you guys got to have open minds or stop listening. One or the other. This has been the Just Conversation podcast. Take nothing personal. Bye. Bye.
I can invite anyone over, it would be Victoria Beckham. I want to know why, who, who forced her to be in the Spice Girls? How did that even happen? Who the fuck is Victoria Beckham? The Spicy Spice? I don't know. The... Victoria Spice? <laughs> yes. Victoria Spice. But why? Who was she before that? I don't know. who She, she was a model? Do you I really think? care? You wouldn't no. invite her. You know, crap. I just want to know why. Why? That's such a dumb thing to be a part of. And then she seems to hate it with a passion. Like, they're still a thing for some reason. They're still doing things together, I guess. And of course, she doesn't want to be a part of that. But Please what made you dare me. first? I wonder. They must have paid her a lot, though. Or at least it was a lot in that time. And now it's never going to be enough. Yeah. For her to get yeah, back. Yeah, she's to like that. because the Spice Girls aren't big anymore. No. It's but there's like, still people who just because oh, I when I was young I loved them. So it's one of those It's like Kiss probably still play songs, but like let's yeah. be real. But they're still yeah, but they're still those fans are still alive, I guess. Yeah. That's really what's <laughs> that's going on. Crazy. And until but, they all drop, it's probably still gonna keep going. For who? I don't even I mean, I guess there's still people who are just curious about that time period. Dude, and it's probably just a lot like, of old people. Yes. 